Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph, it's a spooky October 13th. Yeah. The scariest day of the year. Yeah. Thursday the 13th. Right. right? That's right. usually the day everyone. Right? I always remember as a child being terrified of Saturday the 14th. Uh, that from, movie? Yeah, that from the film. movie? <laughs> so bad. I, really I remember bad. that movie as a kid, seeing clips of it and just being like freaked out by it when I was little watching yep. it on cable. And I remember watching it a couple of years ago. And it was just so bad. I was like, <laughs> it's terrible. But I remember when I saw it as a kid thinking like this, finally, someone made a film for me. Like finally, this, someone put like, all, it's all good parts. You know, Speaking like there's of, uh, goofy movies uh, real quick. I just saw an announcement. Paramount. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a Paramount Plus movie or it's going to go to the mm-hmm. theater. But it's kind of bizarre because you know, Roger just watched uh, the Naked Gun trilogy. Oh, okay. He loved the first one. Let me tell you, I'm actually shocked. First one holds up really well. Really? Okay, I wouldn't have guessed and that. Third one are the ones with like the cruder kind of racially oh, jokes yeah. that don't that didn't age well. The third one has tons of like Muslim terrorist jokes yeah. and like just some real bad, like just not. I mean. Third one is funnier than the second one, but the first one is just a straight up classic. It's like a perfect comedy. And honestly, I'm sure someone would find there's definitely things in that first movie that are not. uh, I I feel like it aged pretty good. Like the jokes, like they're just so well done. uh, That first movie. It's the other ones I said that those didn't find why, but the. And Roger, that scene when he goes to the bathroom with the mic, Roger was just like laughing for like three minutes straight. It was like just the funniest scene. Yeah. <laughs> like it just that that is like one of the funniest things. But they just announced a new one. Oh, really? Which you know, they're, so they're digging up Leslie Nielsen's bones. Yeah, right. They get a, a rotoscope him and then do like a oh. Le, uh Liam Neeson is gonna play the new. Liam Neeson is going to really? be the naked gun. Yep. He's I can see be... that. I'll bet you he's really funny. You know, he, I, he was just in Dairy Girls. Yeah. He, he was something else that was really funny recently. Um, he can be, it done right. He could be very funny. And the thing about Leslie Nielsen that worked was he was a straight like man. an yeah. airplane in the first airplane. He's just like, he was like a straight man actor. Yeah. It's goofier as the other movies go on, but that's another reason why the first Naked Gun works perfectly, because he still plays it more straight. Plays and it then, straight, like, yeah. In the second and third movie, he gets a little too clownish. Right, right. Um. So, yeah, uh, that I saw that. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Yeah, now get made. Uh, Liam Neeson's not that young, so no, no, but he's like. He- it's kind of cool. I mean, obviously he's. But neither was movie. Leslie Nielsen. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, speak. We we actually have a remake. We were going to talk a little bit about. Um, we, we were going to talk about the Hellraiser remake. Uh, yeah. in a little bit. 
Yeah, um, the, what are we talking about today, Joseph? Okay, so we got we got a bunch of we got a bunch of shows we've been watching, and it seems like they keep getting added to. But the four we've kind of been catching up with are uh, House of Dragon, uh, yeah. the Rings of Power, yeah, uh, Andor, and She Hulk. Right, and then we have on top of that, we're going to talk a little bit about Hellraiser. Yep, and then we're going to talk a bit about Werewolf by Night. Yeah, yeah, which was a real. Um, I guess it was. I'm not. I'm not going to say it was a surprise because I kind of thought it would be fun, but it was really fun. It was. A, yeah, it was a, that a, that was cool. That was like a short movie or a special. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't think it was going to air this early. I thought it was going to be later in the month. Um, and then like I figured they'd wait till like next week after She-Hulk aired, maybe. Yeah. She-Hulk would be finished. Right. So I was actually kind of shocked that they released these both kind of like in the same, like Marvel and like Disney Plus tends to. Space about. not really overlap Star Wars and Marvel too much, you know. I mean, that's why Andor is on Wednesday, it's Shields on Thursday, but like they're not usually gonna have two Star Wars properties out at once, they usually right. not have two Marvel things out at once, whatever. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> okay, and then uh, what else? Well, then we're gonna Back talk about that. the political stuff, uh, some current events, and um, the Janu- the last, uh, presumably the last January 6th hearing was today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple big debates. Uh, Lauren Boebert um, debated an actual sentient human, which is kind of crazy. Uh, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan debated. Uh, I think Gretchen Whitmer and um, uh, Tudor Dixon are debating tonight, or did debate earlier tonight. The Herschel Walker debate is supposedly on Friday tomorrow. Oh, I bet that doesn't happen. That guy, no way, no way that happens. I, I yeah. Don't... That guy's such a, yeah. He I... yeah. If he okay. said that he got lost on the way to the debate, I'd a hundred percent believe him. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, yeah. well. I mean, I wouldn't believe him because I would imagine he has other people that can take him there. Mm-hmm. You know, as the senatorial candidate of Georgia, I would imagine he has a team that would get him there. But I Probably. would still believe that he got lost like on the way to the debate. <laughs> right. from from the from the car to the door, he somehow. Yeah, he's like locked in a car door like a little <laughs> kid or a dog. Come by cracking a window, like window breaking things. Um, we're going to uh, talk about a, a Fetterman uh, interview that just popped up. And um, uh, then we're going to talk about some stuff with Florida. Ron DeSantis is under federal investigation. And we're going to talk about the, the a little quirk with the Florida voting rules that um, may have Ron in a dilemma of sorts. And then we're going to wrap up by talking about um, Alex Jones and Kanye West. Right? Both the same person. <laughs> they are um, not that far apart. Actually, yeah. you know, when you think I about think it. They're about, they're pretty much the same wavelength at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they're. Well, they one, one. Uh, well, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah. All right, let's get into everything then, because we still have a lot to talk about. Here. Yeah, All right, yeah. So we have House of Dragon, Ring of Power, mm-hmm. Andor, She-Hulk, Hellraiser, Werewolf by Night. Okay, yeah. there's a lot here. Right. I'd say we end. Let's talk about Hellraiser first. Okay. Let's talk about Werewolf by Night. Let's talk about Ring of Power. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's so much here. Let's talk about House of Dragon. 
Did I say Andor yet? No. No, then Andor, then She Wolf. Yeah, She Hulk. Oh, so She Wolf. <laughs> she Hulk. Yeah. Um, Elsa She Wolf. Of the yeah, <laughs> oh, we're not geez. talking about that. Maybe uh maybe Kanye will. But, yeah, but. yeah. Um, all right. So Hell Hellraiser, the original Hellraiser came out in like '87. It was one of the first um big horror movies that I really really liked. You know, I remember I snuck uh out of out of school and saw Hellraiser with my friend Dawn, and we snuck a whole bunch of beers into the theater in her giant purse, and we drank them all. And then during a particularly shocking scene. Um, I accidentally kicked over all the empties and they, it felt like it took them seven minutes to roll down the entirety of the theater. <laughs> they just kept going. And like they, remember about the movie? They'd stop and then they'd keep going. And then like Best they'd movie hit. ever made. Yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's my big uh, Hellraiser. I found it like really like Freddie and uh, all those others, Jason, I found them scary, but like Hellraiser, I found like disturbing. Like really, well, disturbing. I mean, the whole it's like it's like all right, these people playing this game, and then they fucking get like they either win or they do something, yeah. And these fucking things show up, and they're just like, "What is your pleasure?" Yeah. Like <laughs> to them, pleasure is like having your flesh ripped off and like being filleted, right? And I'm like, no, that's not mine. You're, right. you're a bunch of fucking weirdos. I mean, I guess a guy who has like pins in his head or yeah. I miss one and like have like skin stretched and filleted of yep. course we're gonna have a different perspective of what pleasure is yeah but uh I don't think I don't want that I right. don't want to be filleted uh I was beyond I'll be honest with you straight up I mean like I did like the new one but I still think the original is better yeah yeah I like the like okay they had like story begins with like some woman working clearly like a representative for some rich guy yep. she, some i'm assuming the guy was like a male prostitute and, or whatever you know, yeah trying to get by probably a wannabe model or actor or whatever yep. and this guy basically hasn't played the game uh i guess if you move it you get pricked by the thing yeah those things come out like right. that's like it's like amazing how they just show up. Like if you if you if you don't get hit, like you're like whoa, right, right. You know, they're like probably sitting in the back, like ah, fuck, god damn it, <laughs> come on, <S> stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, like imagine like like is that all they do all day? These things they just sit there and wait till someone plays yeah. the game. What if they're like busy? They're like you know what? It's been like a millennium. No one's played this game. I've been busy. I got a job. I got a family. Yeah, yeah they're seen it. They're all seen bikes, so they're all disgusting. <laughs> like, and then like some asshole is playing the game, and they're like, oh, fuck. "Honey, you're not gonna like this." Right. I was making dinner for us. <laughs> uh, I made a, a gargoyle, whatever they eat. Yeah. So, the wife is like, can't, "Somebody can't. got pricked by the thing, so I gotta get up and go." You know what? I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Can't they send Jim Zabub from accounting? Jim Zabub, <laughs> yeah. Was uh listen, I'm pinhead. Okay? Right. You know, they didn't ask for staple head or right, nail right. head or well, in the original, yeah. I think here's the, the big difference between the original Hellraiser series and this new one is in the original, you had to fuck around with the cube 
and then they came and, and wrecked your world. And there was even a scene in Hellraiser 2 where an evil doctor got like some girl in a home who was like, I don't know. I liked two, two a lot too. I thought two was one, great. Two is better than one, I think. Yeah. Actually. And the, he tricked the girl into solving the cube and the Cenobites show up and they're like, wait a minute. You didn't really call us. All you did was solve the puzzle. Someone else called us. You know, we come to desire, not the hand. Uh, I think there's a lot. Yeah, because in there. they in the new one, they just go to whoever gets pricked. Yeah, and the they don't guy care. Was the one with the desire, and he tricked the the young guy into doing it. Yeah, and the the Cenobites in this one even like help, like the I forget the lead character's name, the the woman, but they even help her. They're like, hey, you know, you can <laughs> you can go kill other people, and we won't fuck you up. You know, like they're, they're kind of like coaching her in how to do it. Um, I did. Well, they're they're also like recruiting. Like they're always looking for like new Cenobites. Yeah. Like, it, hey, you can be like a uh, uh, vagina face or whatever. <laughs> you know, like whatever. <laughs> we have some new, we have some cool uh, openings. You know, we lost right. the chatter box in that one scene, and we need We're, a new. Uh, we need a Kegel. You Kegel can be Kegler. hot dog fingers. You can be hot dog fingers. That? Did you see that movie? <laughs> Which one? Everything always at once. That's what that was. There was oh, was it? Fingers. <laughs> that I think that's from like an old SNL joke. It was like uh, they were reading like the the side effects of a medication. One of them was like the condition known as hot dog fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I remember that list. Uh, yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, you can be the new Cenobite hot dog fingers. Right. You know, well, you don't want that? Come on, think about it. I I will say that I loved the the mythology of the first one, the original, I thought was infinitely better. But I just the, like the plot of like the evil uncle and like the yeah. the stepmom and whatever. It was real. They're, like, they're plotting. There's just like a better plot. This one, it's like this dumb girl who's got like a she's just like Okay, she's got like problems and yeah, but she's being tricked. Like her boyfriend's a piece of shit who's working for the guy. And it takes a long time to get to the point oh, man. of yeah, like that's... the mid spoilers for Hellraiser, the, the new one that's on right. Hulu. I still think it's worth watching. Oh yeah. I'll yeah, give it good. I'll give it a, a a C plus or a B. That's my grade. Yeah. I'll I would give it, give it a, no like higher a B than minus. A B. I B minus? I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, that's still good. That's still worth watching. You know, it's like, this isn't like eBay or whatever, where everyone's like, if you don't have five stars, like, right. this is clearly the worst service ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, look, if is is this worth two hours of your time? If you like horror movies, I'd say so. Yeah, if you but, like if you like Hellraiser, the first one, or if you just don't even know what it is, I'd say it's worth watching. It's I atmospheric. Think, uh, it's... I think I look forward to seeing more of them. Uh, but I, I will say the problem with these movies are is that if you don't have a compelling cast yeah. outside of the monster or the Cenobites, the movie's okay. Like, I'm sorry, right. like, why is the okay, Nightmare for uh, Nightmare on the Street series one is good just because it's the first one or whatever, yeah. but it's not the best one. The second one's interesting. But the best one is the third one because you got the Dream Warriors. Yeah, you have all good. these interesting characters on top of Freddy. Yeah, but the other movies start to suffer because the other cast are just not as interesting. And it's like Freddy can you can't have Freddy carry the movie 
No. Because he's the monster that shows up in the scenes. And I, I think that's the problem with Hellraiser is that the Cenobites are awesome. And if you watch like the first movie, the Cenobites are only in it for like 10. Oh, yeah. They're not I much. think they're a little bit, they're more in the second one. But mm-hmm. the second one's awesome because it was in the mental institution. The doctor yeah. was so fucking evil. Well, and they spend a lot of time in hell, you know, with yeah. like in that they giant labyrinth. It more. Uh, that the Cenobite doctor in the end was crazy. Like his, mm-hmm. he was like attached to that thing in his head, like the lobotomy thing. Yeah. Like, um, this one, like, I just didn't like the. I didn't like the main character. I thought no. she was like, okay, great. She's an annoying person who gets who fucks everyone up around her. Well, the guy, I, her boyfriend was a shit bag because yeah. he was using her. Uh, the brother gets killed. The brother's boyfriend was okay. Um, I that's thought, about it. Yeah, not to get, and I know a lot of people say like I've I've read a lot of people on Twitter saying that it's stupid to think of it like this, but I I can't help but think that um it worked really good as like a metaphor for addiction because like the the lead character was a shitty person. She got her brother killed. She everyone around her got fucked up. Even when she was doing good things, people around her like suffered for it. And at the end, she she kind of like came clean of all of it. But then she had to kind of like live with all this wreckage that she created, and it's never going to get the, fixed. I, I love know. the pinhead. Yeah. Uh, I do like the new design. I like that. Uh, of course, people are like, I love this. I saw some people like, oh, it's woke. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, Hellraiser. Created by Clyde Barker, a gay man yeah. who's been out for decades. Um, there's nothing. It was never. Uh, I would never think Hellraiser was. Uh, like if they, I never read it. Like that. Like it was always kind of like had a queer element to it. Oh God, Hellraiser, yeah. The original series. So they say it's woke, and then the, the thing is, they said, and I guess there were books. I never read them. I but read. I guess, Hell, I guess Pinhead was a woman in the books. I yeah, I I read the book, The Hellbound Heart. It was like ninety pages. Um, it was like, I think they included it in as a paperback. You got like the Damnation game, and then the last ninety pages was this novella, The Hellbound Heart. And uh, I the way I remember it is that they were kind of androgynous. They were like, they were they had elements of both sexes in them they're just kind of erotic right yeah creatures um, i mean they they so, were also not real you know yeah, they well, were... <laughs> yeah i mean that's a crazy part too they don't exist yeah it's, it's weird how like you know it's like uh, we'll talk about lord of the rings later but like when you got people arguing about black elves and you're just like right. Uh, what's an elf? I mean, yeah, man. this is fucking stupid. Uh, I'd like to actually I, hear from an elf on this matter. I'd like yeah, to... when an elf comes in, until then, shut up. Yeah. You're, you're just revealing what you are. Um, yeah. But Pinhead uh, supposedly was uh, a woman in the book. Supposedly, yeah, or, or something. Or, uh, yeah. And the only reason why he was male in the first movie was because all horror movies, they literally were all men characters. Yeah, they were trying to have their own Jason or, yeah. Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, they all were men characters, and women were never really considered, like, like, are there really any female horror villains? I mean, what, Carrie? That doesn't really count. Um, Yeah. um, Like, there's no real women... uh, I mean, I guess with that dumb doll. 
I was gonna say like that or Samara, maybe like but in I'm the ring. Not Aaron. In, no, no, and, and they were like, no, Penet's gonna be a dude, and like, yeah, I mean, what's his face was great as him. I think, uh, what's her name? The person who played Pinhead in this. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, she was fine. Uh, I like that her they were actual pins and not mm-hmm. nails. Yeah. Like they were actual like I mean they were fucking they weren't like little bobby pins. I mean they were pins. They were they just had a round edge yeah. to them. Yeah. I mean it I get good. it, you know, it's a woman, so you want to have the more feminine, you know, round instead of yeah. <laughs> it was good. I, I loved it. Um I but, I thought it was real fun. Uh will I, mean, I it was I think it was a little slow in some part. Like I said, I blame I do like the reveal of I just felt like maybe it could have been a little earlier, the millionaire guy or the billionaire guy, because you think he's dead, and then he shows up and he's like just has this insane contraption inside yeah. of him that's just like tearing at his veins or whatever. Yeah. It's so gross. And they're like, Well, you don't like this? He's like, No, this is hell. <laughs> and I love that, like, again, that's the Cenobites thing. It's all about like this is, I mean, this is what they like. I the mean, sensation, like, yeah. Like, what, they you just don't like... like having your skin pulled over your head? Like, yeah. I think it's great. And I love in the end, though, when they're like, we could bring your brother back. And she's like, one, she's probably like, knows better. Like, they're yeah. going to come back all fucked up. Right. Like, give me some trick. Like, he's going to come back, but he's going to be like a Cenobite. <laughs> yeah. Or he's gonna like kill me, you know? They'll, they'll like, like merge us together and we'll be one creature, like, yeah, right, like some ass to ass thing, yeah, like, right. like oh, yeah, they'll come back with like some fucked up, yeah, human centipede shit or something, yeah. like, okay, look, your brother's back, yeah, on you your make... back, your brother's back. <laughs> you Get said, make you a ham sandwich, <laughs> what you said, make you a ham sandwich, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. But she's like, no, and and then the pinhead's like, oh, so you you rather have guilt? That's the worst. So like, <laughs> yeah. I love that, like the pinhead, like having to like, you know, have guilt and like live with, uh, yeah, knowing that you did something wrong and knowing that your brother died because of you, like, that's so much worse than like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, having your head turned inside out. <laughs> right. I mean, they did existence like that you like, had texted me about that and it was yeah. great like Pinhead's like you know i'm like this with nails in my head and my fucking throat opened up and my skin pulled over because i just didn't feel like saying sorry well the my the, ex the best was like pinhead when the 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 lead character was like i don't want anything from you guys the pinhead is just like momentarily silent and the the Cenobite behind her is like, <gasps> like you choose what? guilt. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you savage? Why would you? This is all we do. Why would you spend your whole life sad when you could spend your whole life with like a refrigerator shoved up your ass? You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he turned into a human vacuum. Like, right. Like, you can you can have this. Why you could be like me and have a metal ring that goes around my head and pulls my throat apart yeah. you don't want to live like this <laughs> no yeah like you know what i could live with a little guilt you know right. what right i grew up in a jewish family i think i could deal with it <laughs> that's what i would tell them I'd be like, yeah oh, i i think i'll be okay yeah i think I can maybe make the it. girl's like i'm a fucking sociopath too yeah. 
I don't right. give a shit. I'm going right. to forget about this tomorrow and go back to doing drugs again. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we find out who the monster was all along. Yeah, right? Well, I don't know. I, I do think, though, that there is something to be said. And I don't know if this is like a good or a bad thing about Hellraiser, but I think I think the lead character is just so woke. Well, she's a she's kind no, of a I'm monster. About making a joke about oh, I think the lead character is kind of a monster. You know, what I mean, like everyone well, I mean, around she her. She is in the end of the day, she's responsible. Even though, yeah, I mean, because you you could say like, okay, that guy was screwing her over, but like that's the kind of people she attracts. Yeah, because she's just shitty. That's what happens when you are like a chronic drug addict is that you you bring shitty people into your life and then they fuck up your friends yeah. that you knew before you became a drug addict. I mean, like, I don't know. It was, I, I don't, I'm not saying this is high art or it's anything. It's a tough but... cycle because it's like, you know, you also want to be like forgive people and you want to be able to like absolve, like you want to be able to like help them get better. But like. Sometimes, like, it, 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 addiction is a weird thing. It's beyond just, like, like there's so many different forms of addiction. They can become addicted to something else. That's why, like, a lot of, like, former drug addicts or something like that or drunks become, like, religious zealots. Or CrossFit enthusiasts or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. QAnon, same shit. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a... Amway distributors. A massive crossover. <laughs> That's not a, not a joke. Um, yeah, I believe it. All right. Well, I mean, like I said, I liked yeah. it. It, okay, so hell, so I'll just say this: Hulu had two horror movies. Now, like I would say, like I mean, they've had horror movies on before, but stuff based on past properties. So you had Prey with Predator. Oh yeah, that, right? I forgot about that. That was really good. Yeah, and then um, and then you have this. I'm gonna say that uh, Prey was better. Oh, Prey was a legitimately good movie. Yeah. This was just a fun movie. This one, I I, I want to see. I'm I'm down to see more. Yep. I want to see. Um, I think again, the this is the problem with all these type of movies because, like, I mean, you can have a movie more based on Pinhead, but you do its origins, but you can only do it once. Yeah. Um, but you have to have a decent cast, as like you need to have like a hero you want to root for. Yeah. You need to have like people that are interesting and not annoying. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of factors involved. It's like, that's like the joke is like Godzilla movies, right? The worst part of usually Godzilla is the humans. Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. the worst part of the story. It's like, you just want to see the monster direct the city, but you still have to have a compelling story to drive it. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I, I, like the look of it, uh, the people, the Cenobites, I'm down to see more of this. Yeah. Uh, this was fine. I doubt I'll ever rewatch it. Yeah, I don't think I'll rewatch it, but um, I I, do, I hope they I, make a sequel. I like the part when the guy got the thing ripped out of him, and he had the big hole. Yeah, and it started resealing. And then, like, I don't know if it was a cutscene in or it was just showing in. I guess he became a Cenobite in the end. That guy. Yeah, he he. The deal is, you get to choose the the previously the once you solve the cube, the Cenobites came and wrecked you. But now it's like a six-stage process, and they all begin. I was with like, hell. why would you play this game? <laughs> right. Well, like, because at the end, whoever has the cube at the end gets to pick a gift, and it you can choose like lamentation, which is the what the lead character chose, which is a life of guilt, um, or you can choose like lore, which is like secret knowledge, uh, leviathan. Well, anyway, so the the one guy before 
chose like the pleasure one uh yeah. lust or something and anyway at the very end he said i don't want that i want to exchange it for leviathan which is power and then since he chose power they turned him into a cenobite yeah but he it was like weird i don't even know what the hell that was uh yeah i know i love that too like he gets cured like he heals it's like really gross and like yeah all his muscle and bone stitch and everything but then they sent a giant meat hook down and gore him. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd say it's worth watching. Um, yeah. Ignore. I mean, like. Yeah. You can, you know. can for the first half, bring along an activity. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't hurt to look at your phone once in a while. Yeah. yeah but... <laughs> If you're if you're catching up on your texting, you've got a little wiggle room there during the first yeah. hour. Just so. now that the girl's annoying, like other people are kind of annoying, and yeah, hmm, it gets good once they get to that mansion. Yeah. You won't you won't feel bad when the characters start dropping dead. You won't feel, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, okay, good. That's enough of that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. We got you. Yeah. So all right, all right. So what what was next on the list? Oh. What were we gonna? Uh, I guess we'll talk about Werewolf by Night. Yeah. The horror stuff. All right. So Disney Plus, I've heard about this for a long time now, but they were going to do a, their first Halloween special, MCU Hollywood Halloween special. Yes. And it was going to be Werewolf by Night. Yep. Um, the guy who's playing Jack, they didn't say his last name. I love Werewolf by Night's real name. Terrier. Jack Russell. Oh, that's right. They they said it at the end because I remember hearing it. Because uh, I guess, yeah. But they did say it in the in this show at the very end. Uh, oh, they did. Yeah. Um, uh, because weren't there two Jacks that played that were Werewolf by Night? Wasn't weren't there two separate Jacks? Am I? I have I no idea. Was, well, anyway, they do say yeah, it's Jack Russell, like the Terrier. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was the dog. A, uh, the dog from Frasier was yeah. in Werewolf by Night. That was pretty cool. I think he. I thought he was dead. Like I thought he died like decades ago. No, no, no. no. <laughs> now he's living. He's. <laughs> well, this uh, was. The so whole... it. You go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the whole thing is like really cool. They they set it up with the old like Universal logo, and um. It, it's kind of like the, the Marvel stuff is real stylized. I love the special too. Like it looks like an old TV thing. Like yeah. They do like a new special would show up. Yeah. And even the, the because I'm sure they shot it on like digital, but they sh like a lot of it has like artificial like film pops. Yeah. It's on black and white. So they do this thing to like kind of age it. So yeah. basically Werewolf by Night, uh, he's the whole real quick plot. Like it's, Played by Gail Garcia, that yeah. actor. That yep. guy's great. He's been in tons of stuff. Um, it's like a movie where he plays like a young Castro, I think. Isn't that was it Castro? No, it was. Um, it, uh, no, he's che. playing. He played Che. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T-shirt guy. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, a couple other. I'm oh, sure the Motorcycle it. Diaries is what it was called, right? He's in that movie. Uh, Oh God, was that? I couldn't stand it. The one with the, uh, it was a guy like not. Please rewind. I forgot the uh, the director. He made these movies and like there was like one he did where it was like all these little cardboard cutouts. I did not care. For oh that. yeah, he was in that. He's a you know he's a good. I haven't seen anything recently, but uh, 
It's kind of funny too because what's his face was in that movie with him, uh, Andor. The guy who plays Andor. Mm-hmm. He was in Motorcycle Diaries. Um, he was in Mozart in the Jungle. He was the lead. I didn't watch that. I only saw like one episode. I saw before. the first two seasons. I liked a lot. A lot of it was shot in New York. I love things that are shot in New York. So that's okay. Um. Uh, so he's like showing up in this mansion. You find out basically it's it's not like the most. It's like. Uh, someone died, and mm-hmm. there's like a challenge, and whoever uh, the the guy who died had this possessed the bloodstone. The bloodstone, I guess, is this power again, another MacGuffin type thing, a yep. powerful uh, symbol. I guess the thing is, what it does though is it can find monsters. Yeah, and that's why it was interesting that he was there because it revealed that he was a monster. Right, uh, but there's these like monster hunters, and uh, you meet the daughter Bloodstone, Alyssa mm-hmm. Bloodstone. And um, the stepmom, the bat. I love the the animated corpse of the guy. Yeah, that was, was so really creepy. funny. Yeah, that was so gross. Like it, the way he's like talking, and he's like, "I'll be rotting for yeah. you." <laughs> <laughs> it had a real haunted mansion type of uh, vibe to it. I don't know if you've been to the Disney World haunted no, mansion, but but I think I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, it's real sticky and. Um, it's got a little tales from the crypty at times in a good yeah. way. Uh but yeah, you're right. There, there oh, was not much of a, and ghouls. There was not much of a plot <laughs> to it. I mean, it was like Well, you find you think, okay, they're talking about all their kills, and he's talking about yeah, he's killed like over a hundred. Right. <laughs> like, but and then he just randomly killed a hundred because he's actually a, a werewolf. <laughs> that he had, by that night, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> by night, of course. I mean, not werewolf by day. <laughs> right. Uh, that's a different comic. Uh, <laughs> it's just some. It, it's actually a Jack Russell terror. Right. Like um, so you find out like the whole challenges. There's this monster that they have to chase, and whoever mm-hmm. defeats it will get the bloodstone. Find out the monster is the man thing. Yeah, which is awesome. I knew that he was going to be in it, but I didn't know it was going to be like a main focal point. Yeah, uh, I do. It's funny because the werewolf by night, but he doesn't become the werewolf until like the last like ten minutes of the, of the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's only for a, a small. But honestly, if you watch any of those old movies, like they usually just show up for like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> the actual monster. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. I liked all the little like touches. They showed all the different monsters. There's like a lot of. Uh, like 70s horror comics from Marvel back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, the yeah, one... they plan on doing a, a new Blade movie. I heard that got delayed because the director was quit or was fired or something. Yeah. Supposedly, like, it was, like, idiotic. It was, like, only two fight scenes or something, like, in a Blade vampire. It was, like, something yeah. like that, whatever leaked online or whatever. I don't know if it's true or not. Hmm. So that's getting delayed, but there's rumors that they're going to do like Midnight Suns. They're going to bring Ghost Rider back. Unfortunately, Morbius is being held up by Sony. So, uh. um, but there is Dracula. They might bring that in. I think Man Thing having him in there is really cool. Bloodstone, her, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. You said you used to read a lot of those comics back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, I was I really liked the horror comics. You know, that was kind of like my my uh, guilty pleasure. I guess. Yeah, on to those. Yeah, well, I had a ton of Tomb of Dracula. I those had um, like... 
especially the blade ones. Yeah, I I remember having I don't know if I had any of the blade ones, but I had a bunch of the Tomb of Dracula. I had um the Vampirella, uh a few the of magazine? those. Uh yeah, were those pages stuck together in the vampire? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else did I have? I had I had a whole bunch of weird ones. Um, Jonah Hex. I had like I know that's oh, yeah. uh that's like a different property, but um, yeah, it's DC. Yeah, yeah. but I it, but it was in that horror vibe. I think like a I had, weird undead cowboy or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like the interesting about these comic these comics was is that back in the sixties they couldn't make any of these. The comic code was stricter. Like so, basically in the fifties. There was um, a lot of EC comics and all these other comics that basically led to a lot of, you know, they want to blame things. You know, it's like at the Combine when, like, uh, they would blame, like, Marilyn Manson or Ron Stein video games on it. You know, back then it was like this was causing degeneracy. This was causing people to do drugs. This was causing people to be gay. This was causing people. Whatever bullshit they want to spew family council whatever parents or whatever uh i mean you look back at some of those comics though some are like really weird like they would always have like (laughs) you'd always have like the hero and then you'd have like the boy and the boy would literally just be like underwear or something yeah (laughs) some of them are a little weird well well, a lot a lot of them were like kind of sexy. I remember liking that as a kid. Like they had a lot of like scantily clad female characters. Well, I'm talking about the one in the 50s. Oh I'm, yeah. The, the law so the laws, what happened is uh let me see if I can look this up. Um just like a, a, a psychologist or whatever who got put out a book and it basically that's where the comic code was created because like yeah. EC Comics, which was Mad Magazine, but they would put out all the horror comics like Tales of the Crypt. They ended up going to court, like Ed, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember his name, the guy who basically was the editor of Mad until he died. Alfred uh, e. Newman, right? Yeah, Alfred e. Newman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he went on court. He said, What me worry? You know, like, yeah, we're <laughs> guilty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how they got him to show up. Yeah. Uh, real spaz. Uh, <laughs> So basically, after like 1957, they couldn't have horror comics anymore. Yeah. They couldn't have like, you, I mean, they had monsters and sci fi stuff, aliens, but you couldn't have werewolves. You couldn't have zombies. You couldn't have Dracula. You couldn't have Frankenstein. Basically, anything supernatural, anything undead, any, and extreme violence. You couldn't depict women in these sexy things. There's like one famous cover. You've probably seen it. It's like a decapitated head. Like a yeah, woman, like I just saw that woman. someone posted that on Instagram. Yeah, I mean it's a famous cover. Yeah. There's a couple other big ones that were basically showcased in the case that basically because of that that ended it all. Like, and they said that like there's a couple of things to look at. Like comics were evolving in a lot of way. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, these weren't really for like some of them was just smut, some of them was just like crap, but some of them were like really well written and like they were becoming like almost like more more mature because there was like hey we had people who were buying comics in the 40s they're older they're still reading these because like the stories are a little more mature mm-hmm. and they said because what they did it actually made comics infantile and slowed down the progress pros- uh, oh. progress of like good writing and like being taken seriously um so marvel came out and, like but they could not do monsters and then like 
it's funny like they introduce morbius it's like the comic code is starting to like get a little more lenient i mean Loose the joke up. was the end of the day i don't know how much authority the comic code had the companies could have just been that's like, true it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a cabinet level position yeah like, it's like the it, president of the wwf in the 80s right they would have show up it's like it that's a good actor. point uh but i, don't I mean know if they like, have subpoena power you know Stan like, Lee, like in the late 60s put out these like spider-man comics that had to do with drugs and he took the comic code off he was like i'm gonna do these like anti-drug issues yeah. like but you couldn't show that in the, with the comic code so he's like all right i'll just take them off i don't care <laughs> yeah uh, so there's like three issues that was like a big deal back then but they introduced morbius he was like the first like monster character in marvel really and uh but he's called the living vampire right because he's not uh, yeah so yeah. stupid a lot of this is like a lot of like bullshit like religious stuff bleeding through it, it you oh, know yeah, yeah. vice of family values like really a werewolf like my kid's gonna turn into a degenerate delinquent because of a werewolf comment. Yeah. like come on now but anything to do with like the supernatural but once they loosened up marvel like just there's so many like they were just like they must have had them waiting one they put out a ton of reprint comics stuff that mm -hmm. they're like fuck it we're gonna put these out again just put them under different titles they did that and then they had werewolf by night tomb of dracula frankenstein um the mummy like they had all different kinds of monster books um I, ghost rider Hellstorm. Yeah. ghost rider i read a lot of ghost rider when i was a kid i used to i had a ghost rider t-shirt and it said eat your heart out peter fonda you sure and, that was not a bootleg oh i'm sure it, it probably, probably was i mean it's got at a flea market or something no, i got it i think i got it at like that. a department store in in new jersey when i was a little kid and i remember it like distinctly because i remember my dad trying to explain to me what easy rider was and yeah, i had I, a feeling that that was not a uh i don't know it was back in the day maybe marvel was able to get away with it i don't i have no idea yeah. um but like it was i'm gonna look that shirt up now <laughs> yeah it was eat your heart out peter fonda was the caption and it was a i remember it was a yellow t-shirt that's uh, so weird that sounds yeah. awesome it, so, it was really awesome so they had all these monster stuff so they're they've been over the year like in the 70s there's just so many of them like stuff i never even heard of every time i go to the store looking back as i see more like chamber of chills supernatural through it like like all these different they had um like man wolf too okay which was like a villain a spider-man villain they had all these different like monsters because they were basically it was like almost like the they were backed up they weren't allowed to do this and then once they were allowed to they just like unleashed it you know they finally had it yeah yeah and i don't know how it I'm, i bet like at that point it was probably outselling like avengers and all that shit you know at the time because it was probably like fresh and new you know well Ghost Rider was a big book when I was a kid, or at least I remember it being a big book. Um, well, we had like Evil Knievel. I mean, that was a, yeah, basically like a stunt car, a stunt bike driver when, or whatever. When Ghost Rider got his TV radio, that was like just the crossover I'd been waiting for in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I look, Werewolf by Night was really great i love the vibe. oh man thing being another one oh yeah actually man thing and swamp thing um what's funny is people are like is man thing a ripple off a swamp thing and people are like actually uh 
the ant thing supposedly predates Swamp Thing by like two months. But yeah. again, you gotta realize that like these guys all knew each other. That's what I read. To, like the same fucking bars afterward. Like they were all near each other. Like you had guys who would leave Marvel and go DC. It was just like down the block. Like, yeah. fuck you, I quit. I'm going to DC or whatever. And uh, these guys, you know, these guys would exchange notes or sure. say something, get drunk and be like, yeah, I found this thing called Man Thing. <laughs> They're like, Man Thing? What the fuck is that? It's like a green monster. They're like, writing it down. Man. Right, okay, green monster check, right? <laughs> okay, that sounds dumb. I have an idea. Swamp thing. <laughs> well, I love man thing because, like, there's these comics uh, from the 70s, giant size. Yeah. And the comics were literally called giant size man thing. <laughs> nice. Great. It's like, it's just like, man, you guys either knew what you were doing or you were just, yeah, oblivious. Or were they truly innocent times? I don't, I have a feeling they knew. I think they, they knew. Yeah. Well, this was good. I, you know, I, this is kind of an interesting thing. Was this supposed to be set in present day? Um, you know, I think it is. I I think it is. Cause, yeah, because if you see the beginning, they show like the Avengers and all yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. So yeah. I think it it is parallel to like whatever's going on in the MCU. You know, it's yeah. You know, it's like the same thing in these comics. They had like always had these like monsterverse in Marvel and X Men. They would have like their own little universe, even though it's like. Man, how's the Earth still standing? There's always yeah, like a, right? a world-ending thing in one series and another. I mean, imagine living on this planet if you were a person. Insurance <laughs> must be insane, you know? Yeah. You're like, uh, hurricanes, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Doom just showed up. <laughs> he just yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Because he was in a bad mood. <laughs> well, I I liked this a lot. I, I can't say it was a surprise because I... I thought i would like it and i liked it and that's kind of the long i like the I'm, I'm glad man thing was in it i thought that was cool i'm glad they used the powers right like yeah whole, like, it's like you burn at the touch whatever knows fear yeah. or whatever uh i like that his name uh his name is actually ted that's really uh, funny i forgot the last name but he is it's like a similar origin it's like something yeah. to do with, like trying to recreate super soldier serum and like something to do with like the dark the mystic arts or whatever sure. and he ended up like turning into a monster and i guess in the comics though he's more animalistic and in the move in the show they made him a little more emotive like there's more there's more uh, more of a personality he i mean he hands he hands um jack coffee at the end i mean so like like there's something there like yeah He's cognizant. Like in the comics, he's always been just kind of like a straight up monster. Like Ted, whatever that guy, like he doesn't really exist anymore. There's like, it's just a straight up like sentient thing. Plant. Yeah. I get it. You know, it works in the comics. You know, it's all stagnant images anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. But in a movie, you know, you got to make it a little more interesting. I like that him and Jack Jack had kind of like a Han and Chewie thing going. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. I oh the cool thing too about Man Thing before we wrap this up is mm-hmm. uh he uh I guess it wasn't all CGI. Like they did create like a oh. suit. They up, uh, you know, they obviously do like I saw right. the behind the scenes. It wasn't just like a guy holding up like a tennis ball or <laughs> like supposedly they had a suit and everything and they just and added flourishes, or obviously sure. did the big jump in the show that was probably mostly CGI. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, uh, I like that. I think that, and that's cool too for this because you're going for like a classic look. So yeah, the weird look was like, old school for sure. You should have more like there is still this like um, weight that yeah like, that that they just has. I don't know what it is. It just it, CGI has not 100 percent gotten it yet. It's no. like it's like there's a weight. I don't yeah, know. a heft to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Maybe cool. if the characters and when they're talking about CGI were just like, look at the camera, and go, man, this is heavy. Yeah, right. Trust well, me, you guys. can tell. You can tell by the way they move and yeah, yeah. I mean, so. All right, so what do we got next? We got um, were we doing House of Dragon next? Well, we have House of Dragons, Ring of Power, and, and, and She Hulk. She Hulk. I'd say let's talk about Ring of Power. All right, I look. I uh, thought the last two episodes of Rings of Power were great. Okay, I liked the one before. This episode was okay. Yeah. Um, I found it to be again for a last this is the second to last episode. Yeah. I found it to be a little boring. Um, I feel like you had this awesome episode in the last one. Like it really like went into overdrive. Mm-hmm. And this one was just kind of again back to just kind of back to the rest of the series. I'm not yeah. saying it's terrible, but it's just like you have this insane episode, and then the pacing of this one, it just felt like episode three or something. You sure. know what I mean? Like uh, of the series. It didn't feel like, okay, this is the last episode before the last episode. So, like, what was the, I, I saw it last Friday or uh-huh. like after the podcast and watched it again. What did it, what was the big cliffhanger on this? Well, there were three entities okay so the the hobbits chase off what we assume to be gandalf the stranger yeah and they say you got to go live with your own kind and he goes and after he leaves he's like uh like a a dog yeah or something he's not like there yet after he leaves they notice that the orchard or whatever the grove they had been camping in was re brought back to life he, he was doing so basically like they were showing like how much of an effect Mount Doom exploding yeah. caused that this orchard that they, you know, uh, traveled to was really destroyed because some fragments from yeah. Mount Doom flew like what probably was miles away. Probably, yeah. It, it burned down. Uh, I don't know if anyone were killed, but it burned down like all their, it destroyed a lot of their homes. It destroyed the trees. So they, yeah. they made it unlivable. And then he, they have him try to do his thing. And it doesn't really work. And I guess he hurt. Oh, he ends up knocking like a tree on people. Yeah. It's kind of like goofy. He doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah. Like he he needs a, he's not there yet. Um, right. And, uh, but like you said, they tell him to leave or whatever. And then they, do they notice it that it, the tree's starting to grow back? Well, the next, as he leaves, we, the audience, see a little flower sprout. And oh, okay. we 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 are like, oh, okay. So he really did because they think he's trying to bring the tree back to life. He f- looks like he fails, but he it worked. He he did it. So he leaves. The hobbits the next morning realize, oh shit, it really did work. Now we got to go get this guy. We got to bring him back, you know, because the, they want him now that he's useful. And as they go look for him. These the cliffhanger is like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. These three mysterious figures show up. Yeah, that bald girl and like the two other people. They're like Hobbit Cenobites. 
you know? They're and, full-size humans. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying they're like oh, yeah, centibytes to the hobbits. Yeah, I thought that was weird when they were like, <laughs> right. yeah, what's your pleasure? What's your pleasure, Frodo? Yeah, I thought uh, that was strange. But then the they show up and you get the idea that they're also looking for the stranger or Gandalf or whatever. And the hobbits try to chase them off. And then the these three creatures burn down the orchard again. So the hobbits are again fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've ne- I don't know what they are. They're not elves. They're not orcs. I've never really. Yeah, I, don't I have know no what idea are. what they are either. Yeah, so they seem like bad guys. You know, I'll say I'll say that. But maybe they just misunderstood. Well, it could be. I mean, because like the the stranger seems like a bad guy at times, but we well, we... it's almost like is he just evil and he just doesn't know it yet? Mm. <laughs> like he's dangerous. He's right. dangerous because he doesn't know how to use his powers. Yeah, so I mean, like we assume, if if the stranger is Gandalf, then these three creatures are bad. You know, I'll tell you this: my problem with this show is that I don't care for the majority of the characters. I'll tell you the characters I do like. I do mm-hmm. like I like that I find interesting. I like the leader of the Hobbits, that yep. old guy. Yeah, I think he's an interesting character. I like the dwarf and his wife. And is the elf friends fine? Most of the elves are kind of boring. I think it's just kind of like they're like the Vulcans of the fucking show. Yeah, I like the elves. Yeah, but I mean, like they're they're very serious. Well, that's yeah, definitely the 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 yeah. elf that's supposed to be the hero, like the the warrior elf that helps the villagers. He's boring as fuck. I mean, like, yeah, someone made a joke on TikTok. Was the black woman said that? Oh, you gotta be kidding me! They're having the black elf basically. Fighting the Confederacy? Yeah. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, really? Like, I forgot, there was, like, something in history, and they said that, like, it was, it mirrored that. No, because they said, basically, like, that's what these guys are, they're the Confederacy that they're dealing with. In, uh... Gosh, it could be. I mean, I like the character. He's got, like, that forbidden love with the human woman or whatever. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe that's his kid. They haven't revealed it yet because they haven't showed his ears. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. but like the character's boring. Uh the the dwarves are funny. Are, I think most of them are kind of boring. That's the problem. Like that's what I said about okay, that's why I like why I like Game of Thrones. Mm. This I it this show did not air at the same time as Game of Thrones did. If they kept these months apart, yeah. Probably wouldn't be comparing as much. But my issue with this show and Game of Thrones is that I actually care about those characters. Mm. I don't really care about any of these characters. Like I said, I do like some of them. I find them interesting. But, like, um, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, like if you're just a Lord of the Rings fan and you like the lore and all that mm-hmm. stuff, most people are probably just going to overlook. Like, I think that's my, I think that's where I'm band at. personalities or whatever. But, it, you know, it's like the same thing I was talking about, like Hellraiser. Like, it, the movie's good if the main protagonists are good. Yeah. You care and are interested in those characters. But if you don't care about them, then you don't give a shit if fucking Pinhead rips their fucking spine out. I think you that's know? An inter- like, yeah. Yay. I think that's an interesting point because I I care more about the world, the Middle Earth world, than I care about the characters. And and that probably explains why I, I really like this show. You know, I mean, I like it a lot better than House of Dragon. 
no knock on House of Dragon. It's just that like I find myself looking really looking forward to watching this. And when House of Dragon is on, I'm like, oh, I'll watch that. You know, I mean, like, I I, I watch it as I like think you're just trying to be a contrarian. contrarian. <laughs> House of Dragon too is so woke. I think that so, uh, I mean, like, if, if these, I mean, they're so woke. Oh my god. Well, you know, well, Lord of the Rings is so woke. How about that? Yeah. Well, Lord of more the more like what's it called, Ring of Power? More Rich. like uh, Ring of Woke. Duh. Well, I'm, I. I do like that aspect of it. Woman elf leader? Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> I I like the idea that like this is this is showing me all the things that are like going to later come in the third age of of you know that that Middle Earth. Um, I don't know. I just like it. I, I but I also have, and I've always kind of said this. I have no problem admitting like it does have a lot of flaws. You know, if you don't, if you're not. I don't hate the show. I'm just saying that I wish it was not on at the same time as Game of Thrones. Yeah. And See, they're different. They're totally different. They but are. I'm just saying that, like, but at the same time, they're not. It's fucking a fantasy show where people wear, like, armor and ride horses yeah. and monsters. It's like a- and they have swords. It, in the end of the day, it's not much different. It's like if fucking Andor was on and, like, there was some other really awesome side. There's a lot more fucking time. in House of Dragon. I think. Well, like, yeah, House of Dragon is definitely more rated R than. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with Lord of the Rings. Power, not, not power, enough. Power fuck. fucking. I, I, that's been my main pet peeve. I put it I on, was, and I'm like, uh, hello. I think you know. Oddly enough, I I kind of finally figured out not my problem with House of the Dragon, uh, but like one of the things that's never really like let me fully enjoy it is that like I can never find my footing with the show because I always know maybe if I like maybe if I'd never seen Game of Thrones or read the books maybe if I just approached this like completely fresh I'd like it a lot more because I keep trying to like the thing I love about Ring of Power where it's explaining how the third age came to be the game of the the this is like kind of fucking with my idea of what game of thrones turned out to be and all the shifts in time which i do like i mean i think it's an effective storytelling hey we're not talking about game of thrones yet buddy i know but it's just like (laughs) you know what i mean that 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 has never let me find my footing with the show i think that for something that shouldn't work i think that's working pretty well yeah oh yeah time jumps and everything like i think it's surprisingly well done for what honestly should not work it shouldn't work and that's i i guess i keep thinking about i think they've casted pretty good people that look the parts yeah Uh, believe like those two boys that are uh the, the princess's sons Oh, you believe that that's them older. The one kid yeah. who had the curly hair in the first episode and the one episode before when he cuts the kid's eye out, he looks so much like, yeah. that, like grown up. You, you just believe it. But back to the ring of power. Yes. Um, okay. So what other, besides that, what are, what are the other big cliffhangers? Well, the, the big cliffhangers are, we finally find out that the Southlands have become Mordor. Yeah, that I think is the last scene of the last episode. Yeah, that's that, true because you see that they change the title and it goes yeah. to Mordor. So yeah, that's cool. Oh, and that okay, that was the big sick reveal. It's like everyone's shitting on this poor dwarf ki- dwarf king. Yeah, dwarf on golf. I thought yeah. that was crazy. They... <laughs> right, <laughs> they, they showed 
Yeah, what is that actor's name that played Thor? Tim Conway. Um, yeah, that was great. The, the, yeah, the, the holographic Tim Conway. Yeah, because he's been dead for like three And years. the super sexy dwarf Boom Boom uh, that helped him make his decision. <laughs> boom Boom. Yeah, I thought that was great. Well, um, like Everyone's like shitting on this king like, oh, father, you're... The old ways, yeah. Oh, father, I like. I love how like he has this like Scottish brogue or whatever. The one guy, yeah. uh, and the, like the other dwarves, eh, they don't really have it as much. No. I don't know. Uh, but and he's like, listen, motherfucker, I don't want to keep mining down there because it's a goddamn Balrog down there. Well, they don't know that. Yeah, but he must know that. Mm. I don't. I think the king knows that there's a reason why you don't go too far. And actually, that's actually great because they actually reference that in the first Lord of the Rings yeah. movie when they go to the mines of whatever because yeah. Gimli's like, oh, we got meat off the bone. And, and, there, and then there's nothing there. And he's like, what? Because they, they got greedy and they mined yeah. too deep and they fucking opened the door for... They woke up a Balrog, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's more than one Balrog? Yeah, they, I I read about that. Did they I go guess, to the whip store? Where did they get yeah, the whip? There were like twelve of them or something. There weren't a ton of them. They were like very very powerful, but um, uh, yeah, there, there were multiple Balrogs. Right. Uh, so like that's why like I think the king clearly knows something's up, and that's why maybe he doesn't know there's a Balrog, but he knows well, that like that's why we don't go further because I thought his explanation was good. He said like the, our people have this story where we're born like half of rock, half of fire, or something to that effect. And he was basically saying like, look, we believe that you got to let nature take its course. And if nature is killing off the elves, then that's that's our religious belief. You know, we think that they should... Nice, shitty way of doing Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, religion often justifies a lot of shitty yeah, things, you know? And yeah, he yeah. Was, he's like, that's just, it's time, you know, like, who are we to provide them with this mithril vaccine? You know, they, we, we, we need to let it take its course. And, let them um, have uh, uh, sheep paste. Well, it's funny too, because at the, sheep. At the, yeah. at the same time, it's a, such a, a, a weird scene because the, the old dwarf king is saying, we got to let the elves die. Uh, because that's let you gotta let nature. Well, no, he's not, like saying like let the bells die, but he's just saying like this is a natural course. He clear. said, yeah, their time, their time has passed. But at the same time, like in the same fucking conversation, he basically says, you know, when you were born, Durin, um, you were supposed to die. You weren't latching on. You weren't feeding. You were a sick kid. You were always sick. And every night when your mom went to bed, I held your chin up so you could breathe. And I basically went to these extraordinary efforts to keep you alive, which is the exact opposite of what he had just been saying, that you got to well, let nature I mean, take its course. I guess he has a well, more, uh, being a, he's going to let his son live. I guess what he... But it's weird that those two conversations, right. I mean, it's not a coincidence. There's a contradiction two, in it, but yeah. one is like making sure a baby lives. Well, because of course, yeah. I mean, like, the other one's... The other one's like, hey, clear, like, even if we do this for the elves, they're probably going to go away at some point. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're just delaying the, whatever. Regardless, I think he knows there's something 
down there too. Why, you know, he probably heard stories from his father. Yeah, could be. Said, like, you don't go too far down because there's shit down there that yeah. nightmares that we do not want to unleash. Right. We're not meant to go further than this. Well, know? and they make it real clear. Like they keep digging in the mountain shakes and the yeah. there's a cave in. I mean, they, there's a lot of like lead up. That to leads it. into here in our world where like greedy mine owners make people go even further in. Yeah. People yeah. get killed. I mean, it's the same shit. They're just borrowing from real life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I we'll get into that Andor because Andor had a lot of that. Like, colonialism and all oh yeah we'll get into that in a bit um so and then like okay so i don't know i'll watch it later hopefully it's good hopefully it ends on a like i want it i think it i think it's been renewed Pretty oh sure yeah i think they've i think they've basically committed to like five seasons or something right but the work i hope that it, it, i want it to still have a satisfying ending oh yeah yeah like <laughs> like the promise of more stories, but I want a satisfying conclusion to this. Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to get that just based on like the well, pace of the show. I think we're going to get a reveal as to who the stranger is or who Saur Saruman is or where is he? You mean Sauron? Sauron. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, who, where is, is that Hallbrand Sauron? Is, I mean, like who, who is Sauron? I um, think I'll, I'll tell you. I think it's Sora, hmm. that kid. Because hmm. okay, so here's the thing, and I, I heard about this later that now that the theory about that king guy being possibly Sauron is that yeah. just like Gandalf and all these other people, like they don't ever really die; they come back in like a new form. Mm -hmm. Like that's why even when Gandalf comes back as Gandalf the White, he's technically like a new being, even though he and it takes him a while to remember. His past yeah. as Gandalf the Grey, like he's like, oh yeah, I was, right. uh, oh, and I do fancy them hobbits, oh, yes. oh, 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 Bilbo, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, so it is possible that this guy has no fucking clue that he's Sauron, actually. Mm, like possible. they come yeah. back in a different form, and they may not know that you know this form of Sauron might actually not be a bad person. Yeah, well. Uh, it is a, a possibility because I guess they they're more like a weird entity or something that is yeah they, there's a nature. name for them right well I don't know I mean I think we're gonna get a big battle I think that we're gonna see we we also see not a cliffhanger per se but uh, Gladriel says I'm gonna go report back to the Elven King so the Elven King is gonna get a couple pieces of news a the orcs have turned the Southlands into Mordor. And B, the dwarves aren't giving you any of that mithril, you know. So, so in the first, okay, I swore in. Okay, this is where I'm confused. There's a big battle in the beginning of Lord of the Rings. This yeah. show predates that battle because. Oh yeah. One guy was saying, "Where's my son?" And it was the name of the king that refused to throw the ring into the fire. Yeah. So this show predates that battle then, because in Lord of the Rings, they show the big battle and they're by Mordor. Mordor mm -hmm. already looked like shit, yeah, like the way it does now. So this show takes place before the big battle. In, yes. And what's the name of the king? Th 
it's it starts with the T. Isn't it played by the guy who played um Walter Bishop on Fringe? Uh, um, no, no, no. This I'm talking about a character that was from the past. This, this is in the beginning of Lord of the Rings when there's the big battle and they're fighting so, the physical form of Sauron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy defeats, he defeats Sauron, takes the ring, they're supposed to throw it in the fire, yeah, and he, he refuses to. Because the, the the greed kicked in, and that's why the I forget the I forget the king's it. name. The, because there's a character in this show who has that name, but like the father thought he died after Mordor's, yeah. uh, you know, after Doom exploded. Let me let me find the. Yeah, oh. you are. I do remember this. Um, gosh, I don't remember the guy's name uh, at all. Um, Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. How are you? You can talk about it. No? Well, I don't think there's a ton of time between this show and the events of, like, The Hobbit. But even The Hobbit was far before. The Seal Door. Oh. All right, the yeah, door, is, they even say in the Ring of Power in the last episode, they're like, My son, the seal door, where is he? Hmm. Yeah, I don't even have no that. clue what I'm talking about. Dude. No, that's not ringing a bell. I mean, I kind of, okay, but you know, what I'm talking about in the beginning of Lord of the Rings, there's a yeah, yeah. because there's like narration talking about like, yes, how the ring disappeared, how it ended up in Gollum's hands for like five centuries or something crazy like yeah. that. Um, suppose so. I'm assuming this predates that big battle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it would have to. I think I think this show right here predates the rings existing. They haven't in- right. invented the rings yet. So in well, okay, in the beginning the first episode of the series, they showed Sauron. Yeah. When was that when was that supposed to take place? Uh in the past. I don't know fucking clue. <laughs> All right, let's talk about All a show right. that that's actually good. Game of Thrones, Ring of, <laughs> Ring of Power Seven. Uh, yeah, as I like to call Lord of the Rings with incest sex. Yeah, House of House of the Dragon. I think the show's been solid. I I do think that my problem is like never really finding my footing with the show, you know. And from what I understand, the last time jump we're going to be with this cast for a while. Um, well, I think we're it. It's pretty settled. It's where we want to be because it's like all the kids are older now. Yep. They're all adults or young adults. The king died, so that kind of sets up the story. Yeah, spoilers. Um, the princess and the queen are like at that age now. Matt Smith doesn't age or no. doesn't seem like he ages. Um, yeah. So you know what's fucked up? You know that king, like how he died. Yeah. So, caused his sickness what um what was you it? know what it was no what was it the fucking throne he constantly cut oh, himself yeah. <laughs> on the throne yeah and he basically just got these staff affections that just like permanently made him sick because you know they didn't have anything back then they're like i don't know give him some milk give him some drugs give him yeah. some milk, of poppy milk, of the poppy. milk of the poppy yeah he anytime he sat on that throne they showed him like the first episode a lot too he yeah i forgot about constantly that. cut himself 
I mean, look, I always thought it was funny when what's his face died in the first season. Uh, Drago? No, what was his name? Like the guy who plays Aquaman. Oh, um, yeah, Drago. The Dark Dra- uh, guy. Yeah. This gets killed by like a little cut. Yeah. I think yeah. the witch like infects him or something, but that's literally what he dies from. Like he doesn't die from getting gore, getting his head cut off. It's from like nah, it's just a, a literally like, like a staff infection. Yeah. Huh. So that's kind of what this, this king has had the longest death scene. It took oh, eight God. episodes it's to been get there. Indeterminable. He, he looked so gross in the end. Like he looked like that sketchy in the beginning of uh, Dark Crystal. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he has like one, one of his eyes, like clearly rotted out of his skull, yeah. He's, like half skull. His teeth are all gross. Like, yeah, like everything. He must be in so much pain, existing. Like, well, it does also make for a nice like metaphor that you know the 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 Iron Throne corrupts people. But he, like... the thing was, he himself, and they talk about it, like he wasn't a bad king. No, like, he was fine. He just made he he was really guilty of letting his wife die yeah that died also he clearly loved this woman and it was fucked up he paid for it over the years he made the choice uh the ill or what is considered the ill uh decision Mm -hmm. of saying that his daughter would take the throne yeah um knowing that there was you know, especially after remarrying and having other kids and like, you know, it, it, not to say that this was a bad decision, but this is what caused all the problems. Yeah. yeah it caused all the problems in the family. Um, it's kind of funny. You think about like Matt Smith's character now, I, th- I still think he'd be a bastard, but mm-hmm. I don't think he would be as horrible of a king now than he would have been like when the show started in the show right. in the beginning. He's like a total just shit bag he has like that stupid armor he he's like wicked or he's trying to be he's trying mm-hmm. really hard to be like a jerk you know he has all those people killed it's like he would have been a terrible king at that time yeah they're telegraphing him to be like a mix of jamie at his worst combined with joffrey you know that's they want yeah. you to kind of think that that's what he's he gonna seems be. like he's mellowed out a bit but at the same time he seems to do what he wants he, when he kills that one guy, cuts his mm-hmm. head off. That one guy who screams that the Valerian who shows yeah. up, who basically just says what everyone else sees, which is that, yeah, this is not my nephew. I, I, he's the brother <laughs> of the the. I guess the father died. The ah uh, yeah, her husband got sick. The uh, the queen that never was. Mm-hmm. Her husband got sick, and this is the brother. He was in a couple other episodes. Um, and he just, he's like, yeah, they're fucking, they're bastards. Like, these yeah. are not, like, I'm not stupid. We're not blind. I guess in the, there is book references, or there, I don't know if there was a book made of this series. I I think there was, um, or like, he, this guy, George R. R. Martin, um, he wrote like a ton of weird little things, uh, like a lot of little novellas and stuff. I don't remember if this in particular was part of it, but there's a lot of written material adjacent to the Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, I think that, I think the, well, the, I guess they changed something, and the, the woman that is uh, the queen that never was did not have white hair. She actually had dark hair. Okay. So the, 
in the story, supposedly, it wasn't so obvious that these two sons were clearly not the sons of these people. Okay. There was a little bit more nuance to it. Like, we had brown hair. She had brown hair, I guess, in the comic. I mean, in the book or right. whatever they made. So it wasn't, it was a little more like, yeah, they might be. We can't say they're not. Right. But in this, where they all have white hair and these two don't, and they're black too on top of it. And these kids are white as hell. Yeah. And I they, think the big, the pivotal scene for me was the one in the stepping stone where uh damon's character got bailed out and then became a hero you know i think that's where his character changed quite a bit and i thought that was like a good what do you mean? um well you know well we were talking about how he originally was set out to be just sort of like i thought a mix between jamie and joffrey yeah like, um, I, thought, like I said that's why in that first episode when he flies away the dragon i seriously thought he was gonna come and just blow up yeah him, and he doesn't but he had like a Jamie like evolution when he went to go fight off in the the stepstones. Yeah, uh, the crab uh, guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I always kind of like when I when I think of like moments in this show that kind of resonate with me and make me like it a lot. I thought that was like a really good scene. Just like I thought, like Jamie becoming a halfway decent guy after meeting Brienne was like a good turn. You know, like a good. Yeah, well, I don't character. know if this character's earned that yet. I think he's still. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, he's an interesting character. I do like though when he sees the guy. So, like, it's great the the guy who lost his got his eye cut out. Yeah. He's like, I love that he grown into like the biggest fucking kid. Like <laughs> he's like he's gonna beat the shit out and kill those kids. Like, yeah. he, like he's looks deadly, and I like when Damon sees him. <laughs> he kind of looks a little bit like him. Yeah, kind of looks at him and like, you're like a little me, right? You know? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to watch out for you. You're gonna be <laughs> a fucking psycho. Like, I mean, kid got his fucking eye cut out. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, it's funny. He was like the bullied kid, and now he's like this. He can probably clobber them. Yeah, <laughs> like, he can totally kill them in a sword battle. Um, the other guy's a total piece of shit. Uh, what's his name, man? What's his name? Which one? The other, the other son, the brother. Oh um, yeah, what is his name? So I guess he married yeah. the sister, who kind of sees the the future. She, they yeah. said, if you pay attention to what she says in the episode, mm-hmm. she literally tells you what she says in the next. Oh, episode. that's cool. She's the one that predicts. Like she says something. She's yeah, yeah. Something, and um, when the kid like wants the dragon or whatever, and she says you you'll be dealing with with one eye closed yeah. or something. Right, that's like, funny. Yeah, yeah. Like she supposedly has like uh, actual powers. Like, epi- yeah. And they said that as like supposedly an actual thing. Um, what's the kid's name though? The one who I'm drawn a blank. A lot of those names just sort of like fade into one another. Um, hold on. Yeah, I'm kind of looking that up now. Uh, so basically, it the show, I guess, jumps six years. Or something like that from the last episode to this one. Mm-hmm. The last one was when the kid got his eye cut out, and it was like a crazy fight scene between the queen and the princess where the queen stabs her in the arm. Yeah. Um, and they show up basically for they know the king's like dying. I forgot what other reasons they show up for, but like the queen's basically just trying to seize power. 
yeah. the dad's like the hand and he's totally running the ship. Um, I just love that one scene though, when like the king shows up and everyone's like, and you just see him struggling, walking in. Yeah. Now, like when they show Damon kind of help him. Like, that's the thing. Like, this guy, it, I know you're like, I don't, it's like he rots, but like, I don't think it's like he's not a bad king. Like, I don't think there should be monarchies, but this is a fictional show. And yeah, yeah. Monarch. But if you look at him in comparison to the kings and people we see in power usually in Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. It's actually, probably like, as far as we know, a godsend. Like, oh, yeah, he has a conscience. He's he's a peacetime king. Mm -hmm. Where he fails is he lets the family fall apart by not just outright confronting people or just like, you know, that's laying down the law. He was too sick to ever really be like a threat. Like, he was always suffering, even from like the first episode. They show him getting sick with like, yeah, wounds that are not healing. It's funny because I wonder if, like, later rulers like Cersei or, um, you know, Tywin or Baratheon, if they learned lessons from the from this king, you know, like he was too soft, and that's why his kingdom fell apart like that. So it's better to be, you know, a terrible ruler. Like, I mean, not a bad ruler, but like a evil. Some people are just awful. Yeah, that's true. I think that's the case. It's just that um Prince Aegon, that's the guy who Okay, yeah. It's so Aemon, the, a- and, well, a- Okay, go ahead. Isn't Aegon's the older one and Aemon is the younger yeah. one, right? Aegon's the one that yeah. Uh Aemon's the one with the one eye. Yeah. Aegon is the one that's older who would technically be in line for the throne yes. if it went the way they wanted to. But he's a total piece of shit. There's that poor girl in the beginning. That, oh, yeah. I guess she poisons her, right? I mean, they gave her money. I'm assuming the bag of money was for her family. Yeah, that makes sense. Because she makes her drink this tea that clearly, I'm assuming, poisoned her. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's, that's she, what I assumed. And, right? the, and the mother, the, the woman's like, the queen's like, feels sorry for her. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I can't let you. Mm-hmm. You've already told too many people. Like, oh, that's three people that know about this now. Yeah, like okay, this girl's dead. Right, <laughs> but you know the 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 money for the troubles like, that's clearly for the family. Yeah, and he's like so he's just a shit. He's gonna be like a job a Joffrey, you know, yep. like a shitty, just a terrible person. Yeah. Um, so in the end of uh, the thing is, the king knows of a story, a tale, mm-hmm. a tale of ice and fire, and <laughs> right. it's funny because he's basically predicting Jon Snow. But he's sick yeah. and he can't really get the words out. So as he's dying, he tells, like, the queen, the princess leaves thinking, okay, I'm going to be queen. But mm-hmm. then he kind of tells the queen as he's dying, like, a- he's saying Aegon. But right. Aegon is the is the dad of Jon or or no, Aegon was Jon Snow's real name, I guess. Yeah. God, yeah. Um... And he was talking about him. Like Jon Snow will be the one that helps with you know ice and fire story. Right, right. Brings fire, like this, balance to the force. This this prophecy that's been passed down, and I guess he kind of kept it to himself. He hasn't really told the other people about it, and he's dying. And basically tells his wife in the end, Aegon, which is going to obviously set kind of all kinds of shit down. Because mm-hmm. now what's going to happen? You kind of see it in the. Uh, pre- Did you watch the preview? 
Yeah, I did this time. Yes. Spoilers uh, in the preview. They showed like, okay, they're trying to set him up as king because the king said from his deathbed that that's the name he gave. Yeah. But then there's like, you see like in some orphanage or something, there's a kid with white hair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who that was supposed to be. I have no idea, but I mean, clearly it's a meaningful character. That one character came back, the one who uh, Matt Smith's character kind of had a relationship with, the woman that's like kind of the head of the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. She's got something going on, like a spy showed up or something. Yeah. almost. I almost got the feeling they were like the sparrows, like they might have been like an, a group like that, you know? Um, and then you got that other guy, the club foot. That guy's uh, up to no good. Yeah. He's the little finger of the show. The one right. who's kind of been like bending the queen's ear a bit, making mm-hmm. her kind of nuts. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really like the show. And the thing is, like, I like the characters. And yeah. I think it does a really good job of, they've done a really good job of casting and having these characters jump. The, like, it doesn't feel too jarring no they've they've done that really well uh i thought maybe the princess would and the 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 princess the the more older character would be like terrible but it kind of worked it's like 10 years jump she's mature this woman is more mature she talks old like talks more like an adult the other one was clearly a teenager like i said the other one i think it's like perfect olivia cook who is playing the queen I, yeah, that's like a perfect transition. I thought like they they got a girl who looks so similar to her. The casting has been great, and I think the I remember one of my initial complaints was that the show just looked dark, you know, like muddy and yeah. kind of like I think it they, is dark. It, I they, had to like turn on the brightness <laughs> on my TV sometimes. It seems it. like it's gotten a little better though, or maybe I've just gotten used to it. And again, um, the reason why I like this show, why I think it works better than Game of the the game of thrones show in itself is because it is more focused like you don't have 10 storylines going on at once there are different storylines but they all kind of feed in and the game of thrones series didn't have that because that's how the books were you had like you you were getting introduced to all these elements yeah you probably will get introduced to it i'm curious like okay do they stick with this cast after this i think they they do another time jump my guess is that they stick with this cast and I think that they have the option, kind of a cool option of doing flashbacks with these other actors for a little bit at least. So like, do you do you know anything about the show? Like what they their plans are? No, I don't. Too. I'm so clueless to this show. Like, you know, at least with Game of Thrones, it was like, okay, there were like five books that were yep. four, five books that were out and there was one that never got made. There was two more. There's two. That have never been written. Yeah. That motherfucker. He's like, yeah, you guys saw the story. I don't know. Well, you Uh, yeah, you had a clear idea of the stakes and the story they were telling. This the Game of Thrones was gonna be about the White Walker invasion, what happened at the wall, and that particular battle for the Iron Throne. That was the and and whatever happened with uh, uh, Daenerys's folks. Um but uh, with this, the, the stakes are a little unclear. I mean, obviously, it's the story of this family and their struggle for power, you know, within the family. But um, I don't know. And, and honestly, I haven't looked too much because I do like it 
this show to me at least needs as much mystery as it can get because it dovetails right into game of thrones which we're yeah i like to uh, like i what i like about it is i like it um, it works on like its own thing like you know the star yeah. wars prequels was always like well we got to get to the star wars movie right like, we always knew where it was going this it's like there's enough time that they can tell a compelling story that doesn't need to constantly or hit you over the head with the game of thrones you saw yeah like like i said i the tale of ice and fire gets mentioned a couple of times but it makes sense too because it was this old yeah. story i'm um, imagining that, that this will be in some way the story of how the dragons came to be briefly extinct you know yeah um I mean, it's also like i guess uh someone's saying that like the crop the cro- one-eyed crow what was it the, the the guy who was like the three-eyed man? crow yeah that he's the great grandson of Damon and the princess. Oh, that line. Okay, sure. Yeah. Because the... that's the thing, too. You find out she's, I think she's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. She is pregnant in this episode. Yeah. She holds her belly. Um, and she had two kids with him already. Hmm. And, yeah. Uh, they all had, they had like, because they're incest babies. They had like, right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you a funny thing later. Hmm. Uh, and then uh I love the dinner scene. I thought that was great. He's having dinner and like the guy's like just happy to have everybody together. Yeah. Like, just, just pretend you like each other for a minute as I drop dead in front of you. Right. <laughs> uh and then the minute he leaves because he, he couldn't handle it anymore. I just love how like the two fucking brothers are just like start fucking with the other brothers. Yeah, for sure. Like and immediately. He's calling them nephews, like because technically they are the uncles. Yeah, that's funny. That. Yeah, it was oh. good. I mean, all right. Uh, I think there's two more episodes left. That sounds right. Yeah. So cool. There's already a season two in the works. They don't have to really wrap anything up. They just need to provide a satisfying cliffhanger that'll take us out of like this has been kind of an extended preface, you know, or or introduction. Um and I'd imagine that the cliffhanger or whatever happens at the end of season one is going to drive us to season two, which will be probably a big story with all these current characters. So you think that like there won't really be any more time jumps? I, I doubt it. I doubt there will be. I mean, there might be like eight months later. You know, like sometimes they'll do like, yeah. like, oh, we just started the battle. And then like the next episode is three months later because they wanted to I was like watching uh, the new Dexter season because we oh yeah Paramount. Have you watched that at all? No, but I did. um, I read that everyone hated the ending. Ah, don't ruin it. I don't get to it yet. But they uh, spoilers. Even though the show, I don't know when the show first aired. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's just for aired this year or not. Uh, The big plot is they bring the kid back, his son. Yeah. And I'm trying to do like the mental math as I'm watching it. Like the sun's supposed yeah. to be like 16, but it doesn't even add up. It's like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Just, just watch the show. Who cares? Yeah. It sense that he would be this much older. That's fine. I just, I never got into the show after they wrote Dee Dee out and he stopped going down into his laboratory. Um, it was just You're a different... about the same show? Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. You're talking about Dexter's laboratory? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean the I serial killer? I realize what you're talking about. <laughs> Dee Dee. 
sister that went down the laboratory with her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a great show, too. Yeah, but, I yeah. was like Dex's laboratory when you were talking about his dark passenger. <laughs> yeah, just murder people. And then follow, one day, Dee wasn't the there. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that, that's, that was good, Jesse. Yeah, thanks. You know, that's what we call a good YS gut right there. <laughs> well, yeah. So, any, anyway, this... Uh, no, two I have more. not. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, two, no, two more of this. All right, so the last last show that we were going to talk about was... Um, oh, we have two more shows to talk about. Oh, shit, that's right. Andor and then She-Hulk. I know. Um, and, look, I loved Andor. Um, I I just... I can't believe that we're only halfway through it. It feels like next week should be the, the end. Uh, I mean, I like this week's setup for, like, a bigger story. Like, now... I feel like we're going to see the gap. My biggest complaint about this show is just has been. Yeah. Like I get it. Like everyone likes the grittiness and like this kind of like, even though it's obviously sci-fi fantasy, there's still like a, a groundedness to it. Yep. Yeah. Dialogue's good. The acting's good. Uh, the story's well done. My complaint. And I think this is a valid complaint because yep. I'm watching a star Wars is not enough aliens. Where are the Gungans? Where's the where are the Gungans? Where's the pumpkin pie? Where is the turkey? Come on, Charles. Yeah, Brown. well, I think that's real valid. I, I saw on Twitter where are the talking. Gungans. Yeah, that's the ones I'm thriving for. You know, like they're on a Twilight, you know. Well, you had said you you and some other guy were talking on Twitter, and the other guy said, Look, this is a small team of people specifically designed to infiltrate an empire base. They're, they're going to have to be human. And yeah, I the Empire like, was, and I said that in the show, I said my critique of it is that you have, and maybe that's why, you know, next week, maybe we'll see a bunch more aliens yeah. now. Um, well, you did see aliens in the, well, not aliens, but you saw um, the the robot in the first episode or two, the droid. And I think the, the aliens in that like strip club I think they were aliens. Oh yeah, you know, it was like weird aliens, like in that red light district yep. when he's walking through. Yeah, I love that. there's like in the bubbles. No, well, there is, but like I said, I'm just saying most of the show is like, yeah, the last two episodes has been this like rebel faction in the woods, and I'm like, this could just be like the fucking hundreds, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it reminds I, me that's a lot. My of... Only listen, it's not a. I'm not saying the show is bad. I'm not saying that this yeah. is a terrible show. I'm just saying that this is. Uh, there is just an element like um, one of those characters, one of those girls could have been a Twilight, you know, or yeah. like uh, one of the guys could have been. It, it doesn't matter. It, or even just in the fucking background, just walking around in the in the fucking, yeah. you know, or that group of people that were like. Well, there were the, opportunities to showcase aliens whenever you see uh, Mon Mothma. Uh, or um, the I forget the guy's name, but Skarsgård, the uh, the antiquity. Well, again, theology. I think, and maybe this will be something they talk about in the next episode or something like that. And this was something in the comic, in the comics, and the books is that Palpatine was like basically like a huge fucking racist. Yeah. aliens, which is weird because like aren't they all aliens? I don't know. How yeah, it's, it's a little yeah. It's a little weird because it's not like it's one planet and then all the aliens come to this planet. Right. There's a human planet. There's different planets with different humanoids. Um, and but supposedly Palpatine did not like like he wanted like it, humans or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's why the Empire looks like the way it does. 
Again, I think also the limitation of budget mm -hmm. has always been the reason why oh, you didn't sure. see as many aliens in the first Star Wars movie, except for the cantina scene. Mm -hmm. um, whatever. I'm just saying that it would make sense to have one more. That's what makes Star Wars Star Wars yeah. versus like the Expanse or the and and again, I'm not I'm not trying to ruin anyone's viewing experience. Yeah, yeah. This is your favorite show in the world. Please enjoy it. Don't don't let me ruin it for you uh, in any way. Like right. I'm trying to ruin Ring of Power for you. <laughs> well, it is a, um, it is a definitely a different kind of Star Wars, and there are times when it doesn't feel like Star Wars. You know. But then there's times where, you know, like I do like when they show the technology and everything mm -hmm. and it is like it does work perfectly. So one of the cool things is they're on this planet and you're introduced to like this one Imperial and he has his family or whatever. He's clearly like a high ranking, but not high enough to mm -hmm. fuck off that planet. Right. <laughs> uh, but there, I guess the whole plot is there's this like group of people like the natives or whatever, and they do this pilgrimage. Yeah. And their goal is to kind of like chip away at them to like distract them, get some of these. Because I guess it's this, it's this long, painful pilgrimage that they do. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look, there's a Burger King in a whorehouse over here. Yeah, they put up bars and stuff when offered free drinks. Um, it really it's is funny because that's kind of like colonialism. Yeah, it's a lot like that. And um, uh, it is. It's kind of like a cool look at the Empire. Uh, because it is a lot of people just doing their job and they're not like they're certainly not good people but they're not like monsters you know they're just like awful bureaucratic kind of pencil pushers um it is weird i always forget about that one woman who's trying to piece together the the plot the the rebel plot you know uh you know the woman who's working at like the headquarters of Oh, the, the, the blonde lady. Yeah, yeah. And she, she's now kind of, uh, she for a long time has been trying to tell people like, oh, there's a fucking shark in the water, and no one's believed her. And at the end of episode six, you get the idea that like, now they all know there's a shark. Well, in the there water. was that one guy who, I mean, did you know he was like the one imperial, the higher up guy? Yeah. Who ends up revealing to be a rebel? Yeah. Uh, well, they kind of revealed that last week too. Ah, uh, okay. They, they they gave a couple scenes where he where like a, a empire a foot soldier made some bullshit comment about the locals and the guy like they zoomed in on his face and you could tell he didn't like that comment and then he said something else like I've I've lived here for seven years or something they there's some I can't remember if they overtly said it but there's big hints last week that he was a rebel a sympathizer. Yeah, I like the whole like that one guy who was like in charge. How he's just kind of like this heavier dude, well yeah. fed, well rested. And he couldn't hand, and then they make him do that like physical yeah. work thing, and it guy ends up getting a fucking heart attack. But yeah. it's, you know, it just shows too, like you know, the empire is too cocky. What did they say about the empire? The, the problem is that um, there was like a great line about there the was empire, the guys like. The guy said, like, we're going to teach the Empire a lesson. And Andor says, like, you're not going to teach them a lesson because they don't care. They don't care anything about learning anything. Like, they right. don't, they well, don't need to. That's their weakness. Yeah. It's hubris. Uh, yeah. Uh, and basically, that's the, the kid who eventually gets killed. Um, was kid. 
uh, well, the young, the young kid who gets crushed. Yeah, I know. Poor kid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who had the he had a uh, manifesto that he passes on. Yeah, he was saying like, you know, they're gonna care. I'm gonna show them they're gonna care about what I have to say. And Andor's like, no, they'll never care. You know, even if you like pull this off and kill a bunch of soldiers or what, they still won't care. So, no, he's right. Unfortunately, yeah. again, that is. A, but I think at the same time, you gotta look at it as like. That's a weakness, and that's how you beat them. Is yeah. that they don't care that most of them don't because they're either in it just for the opportunity or in it because again, it was like okay, yesterday the empire wasn't here, and today the empire's here, but I still got my yeah. job, so I don't care. There's that. There's people just trying to get by, basically saying like a lot that there. There's people who are not as like uh, the love for the empire is not as yeah. high as you know some for some others well this episode kills a lot of characters off yeah you know there's there's very few the the only ones left of that team the the are um andor and uh the woman who like one woman yep and I'm imagining the uh, the one girl that had the long rifle. I think the one she's... who stayed behind dressed as an Imperial. Yeah, she was watching. She kind of it was interesting. Like in the end, you see like the the native group or whatever that looked like uh, reject from a yeah, drum yeah. circle. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! I was like having flashbacks of like Chico or something. Yeah. I was like, come on, man! Like seriously, this group. This was like the funniest thing. I felt like you ever seen the movie Wonderlust? It looked like a commune. Yeah. That movie's so funny. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I got some. I mean, it, the problem. It, oh, here she played Cinta Kaz, uh, the one who stayed behind. I'm assuming they were implying that those two were les were lovers. I, it seemed that way. Maybe they were trying to hide it, but they were like looking at each other, like, okay, these are not. <laughs> these are not just friends. And that's hey, that's cool. It's a big galaxy. What happened to the the Empire? Uh, the guy who was sympathizing with the rebels, did he get killed or did he stay behind? I don't know if he, he got shot and it's possible he's dead. Okay. He got shot. He was like curled up, but it's like possible. Right. We'll find out next week. He doesn't show back. He's dead. I would think that that would be a waste to kill him. I feel like that's an interesting character. Yeah. You would learn a little bit more like what made him change his mind. You kind of saw that again in Obi-Wan. With that one woman who kind of helps, like, uh, yeah, people that she was still an imperial, but you know, she's kind of sick of it and seeing like how bad it is. Yeah, and again, we talked about this in last week's episode. It's like this is a huge galaxy, you can see why the empire would be attracted to people who are well meaning. Oh, yeah, it's possible that during the Clone Wars, or whatever, that they had a fucking warlord running everything, and then here comes the clone troopers of the empire and they take it mm -hmm. over and they, they give jobs and opportunity so you could see how people would be like yeah for sure it's great i don't know what you're talking about i don't have a problem but then you also see other places where it's like this fucking sucks there is no opportunity they they it's just a police state and they're terrible yeah let's well, get rid of them you can yeah you can definitely see like how good people might join it um that one guy who it's a long episode too. This one, yeah, it's uh, like forty-five minutes or so. Arville Skeen, he's the one yeah. who kind of was, was questioning Andor's like allegiance. Was that last episode or? Yep. Yeah. And he tells this bullshit story about his brother. Yeah. And at the end of the spoilers, 
when everything's all said and done and they got the money and they're like so basically that one guy gets poor kid um nemic yep. the one who has like the manifesto and everything he gets crushed by the money yeah basically. <laughs> yeah the, the ship they got a blast and unfortunately he was in a way that all the, the it's like it's all this weight yeah. You know, this is why they need to use crypto, you know? Right. Well, someone said it's like a metaphor for capitalism. I don't buy that. Like, the dude just What, got... him getting crushed by the money? Yeah. I do. I could see what yeah. that means. No, well, it's like he got crushed by, like... Because that's what it was all about. It was getting this money and, like, the payroll, basically. And this is, like, literally the thing that's going to help fund the rebellion. Yeah. I mean, they got, yeah. like, what, 80 million bucks or something? 80, 80 million, million credits. Bucks. Pizza Hut. Pizza <laughs> Hut is going to be pissed. Right. Um, <laughs> 80 million space bucks. Well, it is. Um... Um, but that guy, I guess they try to save this kid's life. The best is when they give him the like the adrenaline shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that whole scene was great. But with the weird light show and everything and the TIE fighters coming after him. It, it was, was a great, well yeah. It was a great escape scene. I thought, here's what I thought. Like, Okay, so the the bad guy, the guy who played Richie on the Bear, uh, Skeen, I guess his name was, he he becomes like a traitor eventually. So, but as they're leaving, the leader, the blonde woman, is kind of debating: Do we want to save Nemec or do we want to make a run for it? Because the mission should come first. And Skeen is like, "No, we got to save the kid." So you're thinking, "Oh, he's a real nice guy." He yeah, cares but about the kid. no, he wanted to go to an offshoot planet so he could. Yeah. Take the ship if they took it if they went all the way there it would have been more difficult to steal right. the money but then he gets there and he says when he has andor alone he's like look let's split the money we'll get out of here and we'll we'll be you know rich and andor's like what about your brother and then he goes i don't have like i don't have a brother and everyone i think assumed that that meant he made up the whole story but that's not how i took it i i took it as him saying like Oh, my brother's dead. I don't have a brother. Like the... uh, it's possible, but it's also possible that he was lying. Yeah, you, know, I, you can look at it both ways. Everyone agrees as, he. Was I don't lying. think it's as layered as you're making it. I think it's more yeah. like he. This was part of a con, and you tell a sympathetic story of why you're there, and you tell, yeah. and it makes you look like you really like. What better way to do but to constantly judge? Because he questions Andor. Yeah. And he sees the thirty thousand dollar. And the uh, people that do the questioning well, are usually the, the guilty ones. Right. You know? The ones that, because he's trying to find something wrong, and it's like, well, my brother, that's a sob story. Now, yeah. not a case always, there's people who do have sob stories, right. but it makes sense that what better con than to, like, claim this, like, tragic story, and then it's like, no, nah, I actually didn't have any of that. Right. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I like, and it shows again how Andor is. Fuck, he just shoots him. He's like, He's yeah, like, he would have no because he knows, and, and you know, honestly, I mean, like, I don't know if I agree with his tactics, but like, he would have killed him at some point. No yeah. way, that's bullshit. After he, he, like, yeah, come with me, help me, we'll split the money. After Holy he revealed shit. that, he would have killed Andor for sure, yeah, or he would have tried to totally. Yeah. He was shot in the back, like, mm-hmm. anyone that said that has bad intent is gonna screw you over. Like, yeah. why do they want, like. Why do they want you to help? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, like they've already showed themselves to be awful. Mm-hmm. Why are they gonna be good to you? Yeah, mm. um, 
And he kind of, you know, they're in the doctor. I like he's holding like the gun. Oh, the doctor has four arms. Oh my god, I got an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. alien the show. Uh-huh. At first, I thought he was like one of those fucking because uh, the eyes. I thought it was like one of those. Uh, what's that woman's name from? Yeah, uh, I forget. But yeah, Masconada, the the Yoda, the failed attempt at a Yoda in the new Star Wars movies. Um, I thought it was one of those, like another version, like that race. Right, right. But it was a totally different one. Um, so I feel like we're gonna start seeing more aliens. I like the they then go to the uh the the arts, whatever the antique store, whatever, yeah, antiquities with the guy who's like, I guess, funding this group. And I guess he finds out that it was successful. We got the money, yeah, kind of does like a little happy dance, yeah, that was a little gimmicky, but like it was a good scene. Um, um, I do like. Oh, I guess they showed like Mon Mothma like in the Senate. Yeah, they showed, like how the Senate's based. I didn't even realize that there was a Senate anymore. I always thought like the Senate was completely dissolved once the Empire came in. But I guess it was just for show, and they're just showing like none of these people take it seriously. No yeah, anymore. They're all I, like Warren Bobert, you know. Or it was. Like, it was just a sh- uh, show thing because even in A New Hope, uh, Leah was a senator. I mean, she was an acting Leia. senator. Leia. She said, um, you know, I'm on a diplomatic mission. Yeah, yeah. So I mean she was ostensibly a senator from Yeah, well, so was his her dad, Senator yeah. Senator Organa. Yeah. Dale Organa was a right. senator. <laughs> um so but they're just showing that like the Senate's a joke. Yeah, you know, she's trying to like talk about like some atrocities. It's toothless, yeah. No one cares, no one's even listening. They're just and they, like half the seats were empty. I thought it was weird because I thought the emperor destroyed all that when he was tossing him at little Yoda. Remember, he was just like flinging him at yeah, Yoda. yeah. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. Right, Yoda's dodging him. It's like a really cool scene, and I always like that because I'm always like, man, there is no limit to these powers. You can just do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. you know. Like, there's always like these power rules. Like, okay, this character can do that. This character can do that. And then you're just like, you're know, fucking. Well, have the emperor just right fling all the senate seats. Or like in the Obi Wan show, yeah, fuck it. Darth Vader can pull a shit right. down and fucking destroy it. Mm. <laughs> why? Why not? There's no. We, we do whatever we fucking want. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, why didn't I want Darth Vader do that in the movie? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and just enjoy. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Do you think we'll have Darth Vader and Andor? I hope not. It wouldn't yeah, surprise me. He would. I it, doubt it. That would. That'd be yeah. Weird. It doesn't even fit the tone of the show. No, this is like they, a real. You know, that we don't want to make it look like Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's a real gritty, <laughs> kind of low thing. I think it's basically the story of how Andor goes from like mercenary to true believer. You know, I also so. think it, you know it's showing you the, uh, the the small events that lead to the big event. Yeah, you know, you can't have the big event without the small events. I mean, that's right. kind of what Rogue One was about too. Like, hey, yeah. you know. If it weren't for these people who sacrificed their lives, the uh, rebels would never be able to destroy the Star Destroyer to begin yeah. with. Um, and I do, one of the cooler scenes too is I like when they show the TIE Fighter pilots going into the TIE Fighters. Oh, like, that was great. Like set up. That's pretty yeah. cool. Because even people are always like, how the fuck did they get in those things? Yeah. Like, is it a little ladder or something? I don't know. That was a great scene. I liked, even though it's kind of dumb, I liked that they only had like they only sent three TIE fighters after him. It's kind of like a low 
scale, little effort. Oh, they're um, like, it's just one thing. Why do you yeah. think like th- three should have done the job? I right. Mean. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. I loved Andor. Um, yeah. I it's think it's crazy I think, that we have another half the season to go, but yeah. No, it's great. I'm I hope uh I mean I don't I have a feeling next episode won't be as crazy as this one. Yeah. I will say though, the first half of the episode I was bored out of my mind, but then it like then it picked up. Yeah. In the last 20 minutes. But like I said, I, I could not stand the drum circle people. I was like, <laughs> this is like Berkeley or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like like okay, so like it was clearly like it was like mixed race, like there was like all different people. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you just throw some fucking aliens in there? Yeah. One of them could have been a Rodian, one of them could have been a like one of those uh what's that guy's name? The guy who was like Anakin's slave master. <laughs> yeah, I forget what he was, but clearly uh, hey, that good. <laughs> at a drum circle, you should have had at least three or four Babu Fricks. Babu Fricks, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like doing a little hack like, sack, carry on the back. There, Babu Frick is in season three of Mandalorian. Though. Yeah, yeah, so we're excited about that, right? He shows up with a hacky sack. Yep, uh, they that joint. Right? High as fuck. Billy <laughs> Blunt. Babu Frick was so stoned. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he and Grogu are gonna get into some wacky hijinks. I'm sure. Oh so. yeah, they're like same height, so. It only makes sense that that would happen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's. I, I guess that's really all I have to say about Andor. Um, the net. Then, do, do you have any f- f- final thoughts about Andor? No, I just think I have a feeling that my complaints about my one only real complaint yeah, yeah. about the show will be uh, rectified in the next I couple. Think so. episodes. I think because like as Sol Guerrero comes part of the show and his group is all just different aliens and people yeah. and stuff, you're going to see like that different element of the Empire and show that like maybe they'll discuss and talk about like the real like it's not, it, there's so much more to it. Like, well I think that would work too like uh, like all of a sudden if there's a bunch of aliens around then Andor's world will seem much bigger to him. You know what I mean? Like he'll he'll be able to galaxy. Well, he'll just he'll just react like with more wonder and kind of curiosity. Like what this is a whole world I didn't imagine existed. So we'll be good. Well, I could say it is possible too that we haven't seen as many aliens because there was an answer in the new She Hulk. Oh yeah, they're expensive. Kevin says the She Hulk, you're a little too expensive. Turn back to Jen. Why off, is that off screen? Off screen. He, off screen, of course, because our uh, we are, we're working on the next project. Yeah, <laughs> I hear what the music playing in the background. Yeah, I thought that um, She Hulk episode nine season finale. I Wednesday. thought it was great. It was so out of left field. Uh, it was. I thought I really really liked it a whole bunch. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I didn't. It, it's weird. It's like I don't know if I like. If it if it did what I wanted, because I had no idea this would happen, but at the same time I don't leave mad. Like part of yeah. me wishes there was like a big battle near. But yeah, part yeah. of it's also like, you know what? It actually makes sense that this would be the way it goes. So anyone who's watching this probably like, this looks stupid. Well, in the comics, she did shit like that. She would literally rip panels apart. She would literally yeah. this is a sensational She-Hulk series. She would literally jump into different scenes. She'd be like, oh, I don't like this story. And literally go up to John Byrne, who was writing it, and, like, threaten to kill him. Like, yeah. uh, 
this was in the comics and the show has been kind of slowly doing that okay so the beginning of this show was so fucking awesome the they where we last left off yeah she uh is getting an award yep. and the fucking uh intelligentsia uh uh fucking men's rights group uh, yeah it was funny <laughs> fucking like attacked her with like this video showing her having sex with this guy and like just like a horrible attack on yeah. her she loses her shit she becomes the savage she hulk and uh they sh- she gets basically taken in yeah and uh the beginning of this episode is an homage to the 70s oh god show. so funny dude everything i show her like in the chair the music the car scene when she mm-hmm. transformed i love that they got another like this big woman to be like yeah the, oh, like, like a Lou Ferrigno like woman yeah, yeah that was so good because they even recreate the scene with her in yeah. the dress from the last episode and I love like the the way they did the grainy footage like I kind of hope that maybe when they do like another horror show mm-hmm. for Marvel like they did with Werewolf by Night I kind of hope they do one like in that style yeah where it's like grindhouse looking old tv yeah. show like 70s like grainy footage like That'd be a cool fact because this looks so good. It was great. And like yeah. it was if you ever watched the Hulk show as a kid, it was like so clear what they were doing right away. It was really, really good. Yeah. Everything. Like it is funny though. Uh I do like the you know, they show that she's been in prison. They basically mm-hmm. say, listen, you have to wear power dampener, you're not gonna be She Hulk. Of course, she's not she anymore. She gets fired. She's probably gonna get fired anyway, because mm-hmm. It's like the Hulk says to her in the first episode about like warning her about like, you know, you think you got your shit together and everything. Yeah. But, you know, the minute you step out of line and do something that scares people, whatever, that shows you're a monster, mm-hmm. people will never let you forget. Yeah. yeah they kind of did in the end. That was fine. We'll forgive. <laughs> but the Hulk's making a point, and that's kind of what happens. And she can't be She-Hulk anymore. Uh, like when she goes to her parents' house and the mom's asking to move shit, and she's like, "Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that." <laughs> no, uh, again. but she's trying to find. You know, she wants to take them to court. Like she's like, "I'm gonna sue you guys." Like, yeah. this, like you know, she's not looking at like I want to physically kill you or destroy you. I want to like leg- legality. Like yeah. this was an attack on my privacy. You you stole my phone. You like yep. hacked into like you showed personal you know her having sex with this guy like she's going after him with like she wants to go after them and uh she she like gets uh i don't know she's like sick of living at home i love love the mom's like well because she can't afford to live in an apartment she moves back to the house it's so good and i love the scene where she's like the mom's like, well, I did turn your room into an exercise yeah. room, and I do start at like seven. Seven a.m. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is fucking funny. Like the jokes in this show are so well done. Yeah, like, they're, they're just good. like little like it, everything about it. Like it's just sometimes it's just subtle. It doesn't have to fucking hit you over the head. It's just it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the the actress Tatiana Molansky. I, I don't think I'm saying her name right, but she's so good she i mean she's she's real pretty and she's a good actress but she like at times looks like a cartoon character her she has like yeah. a, a, a yeah. crooked smile and she has these expressions and she she's, and she's a good comedic actress too yeah she really is um, um so 
she's she's like fuck it i'm gonna well she's trying to been trying to get in touch with her cousin who's clearly we know from episode two clearly off planet yep um and so she tries to get in touch with emo blonsky because she needs someone to talk to yeah um and he of course has no wi-fi or that's the joke and i love she shows up she's like fucking i'm gonna show up i will say the one thing about the show i am a little disappointed in huh and I can understand why people would not like it. Is the Wrecking Crew? I think they fucking wasted them. Yeah. Um. Maybe this isn't the last we'll see of them. The guy who's playing the Wrecker. I'm sorry, that guy. The Wrecker is like just a piece of shit. Like yeah. he's just like uh. I mean, he's a bad guy, and this guy is like already. He's already like come together with himself. Yeah, and, he's redeemed like, himself. Yeah, like he had one dumb little scene where he was even when he was like kind of attacking her. Like the main goal was just to get her blood. They yeah. were just like, hey, lady, just kind of stay still for a second. Like, it wasn't like he was like, I'm going to get you, she hoped. Right. You know, <laughs> it wasn't ever. Uh, so I, I I, don't know. Like, I could see why people would be annoyed by that. Sure. that Those are cool looking characters. You could have used them in like the Thunderbolts movie and the Avengers yeah, yeah. movie. They, they make good villains or good action scene that we're not going to get now. Unless, you know, it could change. That could all change. Mm-hmm. You know, they might show up in. Captain America movie uh, where the leader is going to be in it. Supposedly, She Hulk will be it, even though that Kevin yeah. Rod, she won't be in the movie. So just kind of funny. Yeah. Like, no, you're a TV character. Sorry, we'll save it for the movie. Really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, she goes to Emma Blonsky's place. She's staying there. She's trying to find him. And uh, the Kev, isn't it? What's the Rutgers name guy? Phelps, is it or Joshua? I don't know. Yeah, he's just like. Yeah, I'll take you to him. He's like at this thing. And then you see Todd, yeah. that guy who I told you was gonna be like the one that on that bad date. They're like, okay, yep. this guy's up to no good. He's the leader of the group. And they're like literally like straight up chuds. Oh yeah. Like they're talking. I love that the guy's like, you know, I don't hate the female Thor. <laughs> right. But like it's like you just don't like her because she's a woman. Like they're trying right. to come up with some bullshit. I thought that was actually really funny. Yeah. I wish they had someone who looked like the quartering. Oh, but he probably be, yeah. would be tweeting how he's going to sue them. Yeah, he would. He would totally be like, "Oops, suing the defamation." Um, or like a guy who looks like Tim Pool or something. Yeah, right, a little beanie. Yeah, I think they did have a guy with a beanie. Uh, I like that Todd wore like a fedora. There was definitely yeah. a fedora <laughs> there too. I mean, the whole thing was like really funny, and then like. The, the abomination. I love that too. He shows up as the abomination and she's like pissed. She's like, You're not supposed to be doing this. Right, and he's right. like, Well, they I don't, but I do it when they pay me like a lot of money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just changes the abomination. He's just a fucking motivational speaker. Yeah. Like a motivational he's speaker. Real chill. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. And then all of a sudden, all these characters show up. Todd's like, Give me that whole blood that I had synthesized. Yeah. And he, he becomes Hulk King. Dude, that scene was so funny. They said, I was watching something, someone pointed out and said that, like, they made the transformation scene look like the 2003 Hulk movie. Oh, wow. It changes. It's similar. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it was meant to be, like, kind of cheesy. Yeah. Like, uh, I thought that was really funny, though. He's like, wow. Oh. <laughs> as a Hulk, as a Hulk, was so funny looking. Yeah. And then fucking all of a sudden, Titania shows up. And the Hulk shows up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, uh, her friend and uh, what's that guy's name? The one. Uh, Pug. 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 
Yeah, pug. <laughs> no, I think it's pug, right? It's pug, like the dog, like P-A-G. Yeah. yeah. I do like what's-her-face, uh, her assistant, who they, I guess we yeah. never revealed that she was a Not a this thing. season, no. Yeah. But I do like though when she showed up in the last episode and she went, she had the makeup and she kind of went like this. Yeah. Wolverine claws. And I do like how there's little Wolverine things throughout this series. Uh, if you look, there was like okay. a rag and one of the papers says man and bar with claws. Oh, huh. her doing that. And then later on when Jen's talking to the Kevin thing and says, and the X-Men too. And she yeah, right. Like, so it's like a thumbs up. So she's like, what the fuck is going on here? No, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, she she like, breaks the fourth wall and it's like, is this the ending you guys wanted? Like, is this this is so stupid? Like, why is Titania here? Why is the why would yeah. the Hulk here? This yeah. Michael, he should be saving. I do like though that even though Emil Blonsky was um like clearly still shady, mm-hmm. full on villain. No, he's not a villain. No, he saves, like, when Todd or whatever is about to attack her, he lifts up Jen and tries to, like, get mm-hmm. her out of danger. And then the Hulk shows up, and, of course, there's the misunderstanding. Right, it. right. Like, emails, like, doesn't really want to fight. He's like... No. It's funny when... You know, my only issue with that is when he's in his abomination form, the voice of... Um, what's his name? That actor? Tim Roth? Yeah. It's just sounding like Korg a little bit. It it definitely is a little jarring to see that voice come out of that body, but yeah, I like his head's kind of small in there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I like that the clothes too. He's wearing that outfit, it's like, right? Like, yeah, I guess yeah. the clothes shrink. I don't, you know, it doesn't even matter because they basically prove that that whole scene was bullshit. And yeah, so gets pissed. This it goes to the Marvel screen, and she literally breaks through looking to go somewhere else sees it like there's like a documentary or something yeah yeah uh, a marvel assemble or something she's like i'll go through here uh you, i mean you want to explain anything else yeah it, well the whole thing it looks like it's a really cool effect it looks like your screen goes back to the loading uh disney screen it, yeah. like like you would press the the button to go to the home screen a marvel yeah. right and then Jen pops up, and where the panels are, where you can like choose the show you're going to watch, she pops out of one, and then she like kicks one in uh, and kind of enters it. And the next she's thing you know, a, she's she's at the studio, basically. Yeah, she's basically at Disney Studios, and in a real life, real world, uh, of people writing the show, and it's like super meta, obviously. Oh. Real quick, because you brought up Disney, I forgot to say this during Hellraiser. So someone had a really funny TikTok. Oh, I saw this. The thing about uh, that. So they said that, like, they made a pinhead into a woman. Yep. And it's a Hulu. And Hulu is owned by Disney. Therefore, pinhead is a Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah. She's the queen of hell, <laughs> making her a Disney princess. Yeah. That, that was pretty good. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. so you, she and then she's in like our world in which she's clearly a fictional character, but she's going to confront the guy who writes. Well, her. she has the writers, and the writers are like, she's they say Kevin fighting, like no one talks to him, right? Then she goes there. I love there's like a hallway fight with security, that was yeah, crazy. it was uh, good. And then she goes in there, and Kevin is a AI, 
But what I liked about Kevin though is that he still had his baseball cap on. Yeah. Like he had the rim. Yeah. Can fight you guy always wears a hat. And that conversation's pretty funny. It is. Even acknowledge, like, yeah, we've kind of had an issue with like not having enough women. Right. And then like I like Kevin Feige is like, yeah, some more than others. I'm talking about like how everyone enjoys these movies, some more than some yeah. others or whatever. Like I thought that was a pretty funny acknowledgement. I do yeah. like how there's like a criticism of like how these shows kind of end a little too similar. Yeah. Like, and she's like, you know what? I love it because it's like she's like, no, I'm gonna make my own ending. Yeah. I don't want to. Oh, why does Todd need to be Todd? Getting Hulk and turning up. Todd is just the bad guy. Why does he have to be? Yeah. Hulk. Like, well, yeah. She's like the 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 powers aren't the villain. You know, I mean, like the the just, villain is his behavior. You know, um, it was a cool way to talk about stories and how this this story works. Um, I thought the funniest like, part oh, was oh, when Daredevil show up for no yeah. reason, just because. I mean, about smashing. <laughs> yeah, she's like. I'm a Hulk. That's what we do. We smash bad endings, something else, and every once in a while, Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, and then she makes references to like other stuff. Like I said, I like that she references the X Men. Yeah. yeah, like looking at the crowd, giving the thumbs up. And Kevin Feige's like, I can't tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's just like, a great little ending. And then thing too, I can't tell you that. It goes back, and she has like the more traditional ending. Where basically she, Matt Murdock, is having like dinner it. with her family. Can't we do this like during the daytime? Why does that be <laughs> so angsty in the? And evening. the funny thing is, I think She Hulk actually looks better in the outdoors. Oh yeah, me too. The lighting. I mean, she looked the best in this episode. There's some episodes where it's a little wonky. Yeah, like the wedding episode, she didn't look that great. Like for, some... me, for me, it's never so much the the body it's like when they show every i don't know why but they often show up a close-up of her hands or when she's putting they often showed her like putting on high heel shoes and her extremities her hands and her feet just don't look real you know obviously because they're cgi i'm saying like they hope they kind of just do a patch on the show yeah i'm fine i mean like look i don't i'm not watching this show for Spectacle movie, either. I feel like we're getting, yeah, I'm not like making an excuse for a billion dollar corporation. I'm just saying, like, the audience is spoiled. Like, dude, I mean, maybe I'm just showing my age, but we didn't have anything that looked like this. No, that's why when they showed the Savage She Hulk show and the lead up show, and there was this like a body woman bodybuilder, right? Like, like, that's what it would have been. Like, that's what it would have been. Like, it's funny. Yeah, but when I'm watching like Avengers Endgame, I want the spectacle. I want to see all those characters. I want to see them clearly. I want to see them come through the portals. I want to see, that's what I want to see. With She-Hulk, uh, the show, I like the banter. I like the dialogue. I like the s- situations. Um, the action shots are great too, but it's a, it's just a different thing. So oh, it's like I, the same thing with like Andor, like this last episode. Yeah. They were like movie quality effects, like that old scene where the ship's trying to escape yep. and that crazy, yeah. like, what the pilgrimage is about going to this area where they're like, there's a lake, like, with yeah. a shower or something that creates this weird rainbow effect. And then the TIE fighters coming in. Like, that shit yeah. looks as good as the movies. And I'm saying, like, we're getting, as an audience, they, it's like they're, they're, 
they're making product that used to just be in the movies and yeah. on their streaming services. But the problem is, I'm like, okay, are they hurting movies? Or do they just know through their algorithms and data that really movie theaters are becoming more niche and that the real money is in streaming? So we have to make sure the product looks as good as possible. So I think we as an audience are spoiled by like, yeah, it could be complaining about She-Hulk. And it's like, dude, you're getting like a CGI character for like the whole the main character and it's a tv yeah. show, like technically it's just not a movie i mean like if it was a movie i can understand maybe having more criticism on mm, it like sure yeah hey, to see this this, this this is 2022 these effects should be like spotless she hulk like the funny thing about cgi and everything like the model is fine she looks mm-hmm. great. it's just sometimes the lighting's a little wonky yeah it's a little wonky the cgi characters don't look that great that's why they do like a little patch sometimes and it's like games, video games do that too. They, you can download a patch and mm-hmm. like glitches are fixed and like whatever looked wonky doesn't look wonky. It's all of a sudden, yeah, smoothed out. Yeah. So the, I could see them probably doing that. But like I said, we are, and that's why this ending not being this stupid big battle is kind of cool. It played more in line with the show. Her conversation with the robot, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin is funny. Real it's, good. You know, and it's interesting too because it's like, I myself being more of a comic fan, like they're not really referencing the comics, they're referencing the MCU as a movie. Yeah. The prop, yeah. Show this is that universe. The comics are not what they're referencing. They're not like ripping out a comic panel. They're not like it's basically like when she goes into that room and sees all the screens and sees like Thor Ragnarok and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on here? It's yeah. very like, the Matrix when he goes and talks to that Colonel Sanders guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm sure some people will complain about it. I think it was clever. I think it was well done. Yeah, yeah. Do it again. Uh, it's right. Fun. I don't want to see this a lot next season, but I thought it was a great conceit. I think it was just funny because it's like my only disappointment is okay. Well, there is still a story where the Hulk blood was taken. Yeah, was taken. That was part of the story. So, like, will this show up in season two? It or will this lead into like a movie, like Captain America Winter so uh the new Captain America movie where the leader is the main villain, which the leader is technically a Hulk villain. Yeah. Will this bleed into Yeah, that's a good point. Like will the this blood show up somewhere? Thunderbolts right. or something? I mean, clearly they're using it for something else. I think the Todd Hulk was kind of funny. Because the Todd Hulk still yeah. had the scarf. Right. <laughs> I was watching. I did watch this last episode before uh-huh. uh, the last episode with Leapfrog. Yeah, got the uh, courtroom drawings out in the end. Yeah, and one, of the last one was Todd outbidding Leapfrog for the. Oh, look-up. that's right. Yeah, and it's like the funniest drawing. Like he's all like, like Leapfrog's all upset. Of course, that guy would be at that same place. Right. Uh, he Todd got the Wakanda spear. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You? The ending was yeah. I loved it. Um, definitely a a really really fun show. This was kind of a surprise. I knew I'd like it, but I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do. Um, I like the end end too with Wong. Oh, and, so good. Uh, and uh, email Blonsky. Yeah, where he basically because email. Oh, that was a joke too. Like email will go back to jail. Like she writes it all. She's like. Mm-hmm. He'll just and, and he's like, You're right, I was wrong, I'll go back to jail. She's like, You can write yeah. more haikus while you're there. 
<laughs> yeah, and he's uh, there for like 15 minutes. Wong shows up to bust him out. Yeah, he's late because he got he was got hung up binging a TV show. Like, yeah, binging. What's her face? Yeah, Madison. Um, I Madison would have showed up in that scene. That would have been kind of that funny. would have been great. Uh, my my guess is that they probably didn't realize how well received she would have been. Um, I bet she'll be back for season two. I hope so. I hope so. Long episode again. Yeah. Well, that was great. I can't wait for another season. I liked all the. I liked pretty much everything about it. I don't have any complaints. I like too that her story in the end is like I. Okay, so like last week we got the true superhero costume, you know, the superhero yep. episode. Yeah. We didn't save it for the last episode. They saved it for the, this one because that was the more like the battle, and she learned from Daredevil, like, yeah. hey, you can do both. You know, you could be in, you know, a lawyer and help people out, but then you do the superhero stuff to help. Yeah. People out. The law doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. Your own hand, just like a, any lawyer would say, right? Pretty much. <laughs> like Pretty much. When she's being interviewed, when she's walking in, and the guy says, like, she says something about being like a superhero, also yeah. a lawyer and a superhero. And then the guy's like, What are you wearing or something? Right. And she's just like, this. She just walks away. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, right. I, it was a satisfying ending. Yeah. Uh, I like that they acknowledge the uh, convoluted big battle in the end. How ridiculous that yep. would have been! Like Titania just showing up was funny. Well, it, was cool. it was I cool because you got the best of both worlds. You actually got to see that for a moment, and then yeah. it was just fake. Oh, so we forgot the last big one hmm. before we move on. The Hulk shows up in the oh, end. Oh yeah, yep. and he's like, "I got my son here, Scar." Yeah, and, yeah, it looked weird. <laughs> it was. He looked like a weird kid. Um, well, I mean, he's like a good. Uh, so I'm curious. I do like them when she's talking to Kevin and, and she's like, you know, we'll have Hope explain. She's like, no, let him save that for his movie. Yeah. Right. I thought that was great. They're not. Yeah. Maybe that is going to be the movie, uh, or maybe that's half the movie and the Could other be. half him back on Earth. That could be yeah. kind of like the whole movie's not on Scar. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if we ever get a Hulk movie because there's still like weird legal shit. Right. That like Universal like technically still owns the rights to movies, but it was like a weird loophole. They were able to like, well, we'll just have the Hulk star, right? Just yeah, guest in. So the Hulk's been a weird character in the Marvel universe because he's been like they've been trying to tell his story, but they've been having to do it through other people's like right. other characters' movies or Avengers. Mm. All right, yeah. Mm. Well, on that note. I'm Rob Israel, and yeah. right. Well, we, got, we no, we got. We don't actually have a ton of politics stuff, but we got we got a little bit. What? We got a little politics stuff. Oh my god! Right. It's about like eighteen shows, <laughs> movies. Well, there, I, I, there are some big things in the political current events world, but there really aren't a ton, and some of them are kind of like overview quality items. Um, okay. So, real quick, we got January 6th hearing, mm -hmm. the debates, the midterm debates, yep. the uh, extensive attacks that the mainstream media and Fox News yep. are doing on John Fetterman, the uh, shit coming out about DeSantis in Florida, yeah. Alex Jones, which is really funny. Yep. 
uh, good Schadenfreude, and Kanye West, which is not funny at all, and no. horrible. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's talk. Speaking of not funny and horrible as well, January sixth hearing. So yeah. Did you listen to the uh, hearings today? I only watched a little bit. Okay. I didn't watch the whole thing. I did watch the Bulbert debate. Yeah. I'm I, okay. I did the opposite. I kind of listened to the whole hearings. And I only watched a little bit of the Boebert debate. So the big thing is they basically voted to subpoena Trump. Yes, and they did. They they issued a subpoena for Trump, I believe. But this is the last hearings before the election. Yes. Now, in theory, they could still do these hearings after the election. There's no reason why they can't. Oh, they could do it up until the new Congress is seated. I don't know why they wouldn't do this. Like, why not do another one? Yeah. Like, I don't well, understand. They should have been doing this all summer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like one episode. Yeah. This this I found this hearing to be disappointing. Um, you know, they presented another good case against Trump. They they came up with some good evidence that he knew he lost. Oh he, yeah, I saw a lot of that. There yeah. Him like, don't you have like a, telling Georgia, don't you have like eleven thousand votes you can find me? Yeah. So like, that's not how voting works, asshole. It, I mean, it did its trick that way. I just think, and this, look, I'm not saying that we should not have these hearings. I think we no, should. I think we definitely should. But uh, so much, so many opinions are just sort of solidified about Trump that, you know, unless you're going to prosecute, unless you're doing this specifically to issue arrests or reviews. Any normal country, this guy would be in jail. Yeah. Or he'd be forced to flee the country. Right. He'd be in a different country right now. He'd be forced out of here. It yep. is absolutely ridiculous. This man gets to still go around and throw gasoline on the fire, do these rallies, yeah. these Nazi rallies where he just says all kinds of insane shit. And this guy's talking about election integrity. And there's literally footage and audio of him talking about like stealing your vote, finding yeah. telling the guy in Georgia. It's literally audio of that saying, Don't you have like well, you don't have like eleven thousand votes? That's all I need. Like mm-hmm. you find for me i mean like this guy's telling you the whole time he's gonna go after uh, it's all right there yeah yeah i mean it's ridiculous it's you know it's like that guy in andor saying he has a brother and... mm. Mm. no this is worse actually that guy uh, i would rather that guy be president yeah <laughs> uh it, it's just it's insane and then the whole like didn't say come out too that basically Pelosi was the one who ordered the guards in because Trump was like MIA. Or yeah, something. that's what I think. Yeah, like Nancy Pelosi basically had to be the acting president that day because it was just getting to the point where it was like, and Trump was fully aware. This footage of him watching, yeah. the TV, he knew exactly what was going on, and you know I knew what was going on because they fucking planned it. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. It's There's in, just so much evidence, you know. It, it just uh, shows you how insanely political everything is. That up is down, down is up. Like, there's no reality. This mm. is a crime. There's no... that. This was a literal crime. Mm-hmm. He tried to steal your vote. He tried... He refused to leave. He tried to... He got people killed. He, like... I mean, it's so disgusting. And you see, like, Ashley Babbitt's mom the other day, like... Yeah. This, like, and it's like, dude, you're done. You're a fucking psychopath. Your fucking daughter was killed because of Trump. Yep. You're still now. You're still on. Like, no wonder why her brain was rotten. Because your brain's rotten. You know, it's like, yeah. like, like, mother, like daughter. Um, 
I don't know what other things came out on it though. What was the other? I mean, did they show Thomas at all? Like, no, they... not not that I saw or heard. Um, it was a lot of footage of like what the senators were doing at the time and how they couldn't get uh, the National Guard to mobilize because someone up in Trump's administration has blocked that from happening. There's a lot of good evidence, but not, nothing like that I would say is a knockout punch. And, and this know? is, again, another, like January 6th, again, proved another argument of why D.C. should be a state. Yeah, if for sure. Then the mayor of D.C. wouldn't be able to call in troops. Yep. And that would have been dissolved hours ago, way, way, like in the beginning, it would have been dissolved. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's like so funny when people are like scared. Like January 6th only happened because Trump was president. January yeah. 6th is not going to happen under Biden. January 6th is not going to happen under anyone unless the they're the ones in power and they're trying to steal the election. <laughs> because they're the ones that order the troops to stay back while they let their morons go through. Yeah, yeah. I think I think politically the this hearing would have worked better much earlier in the summer, but I'm I'm glad it's there now. You know, like they should have had one. They should never have taken a break. They should have right. won like fucking week. Yeah. Until now, yeah. like if they was the last one, there should have been like four more before that or something. Even if it was like every two weeks, who cares? Constantly yeah. in the. This seems kind of like like a last minute thing. It feels like and like yeah, the we're gonna subpoena Trump seems like a. It seems kind of anticlimactic because if the Democrats yeah. retain the House, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's not going to happen anyway. What's he going to do? You think he's going to show up? He's I don't know. No. Yeah. It's so funny. Everyone like praised Hillary Clinton for showing up at the Benghazi thing. Yeah. He should have been like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to show up to this." Trey Gowdy's a dork. Like, you think I'm going to show up to this bullshit? Right. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not. Again, I think just bad advice. Like, yeah, this you'll show them, you'll show them like how serious you are, and you mm -hmm. take them seriously. Mm. These are not serious people. Why would you show up? So, like, Trump's that's not one thing where Trump's smart, it, because it also shows you how this there's not really that many rules because she didn't have to show up. He, right. He didn't. He doesn't show up, and no one cares. No one's like they just expect that. They're like, "Man, yeah, hmm. what are you gonna do?" Yeah. So, I don't. I mean, you know, you listen to these things. It was absolutely horrible. This is mostly. It seems like what this was today, though, it wasn't mostly about January sixth, but mostly leading up to January sixth. Mm. There was a lot of, like there was like the before. Here's the footage of like Steve Bannon basically laughing about like trump's plans and like, roger stone yeah yeah Spans like bragging like yeah trump's gonna go on tv that night and just basically claim he's the winner and he did do that i mean he tried to he looked like really stupid i mm. remember remember there mm -hmm. was like a like a press conference or something and he went up there and he was like i won yeah. like, no you didn't dude you didn't win you they we're not even close to counting here. Like mm. there's still like five or six states that weren't even done yet. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, don't know. I just think it's kind of ultimately a lost opportunity, although I am very glad that they did it. Yeah, I just think again, it could be good though. It's like, hey, you know, if you yeah. want to see Trump get any kind of justice at all, like you gotta make sure we retain the house because 
I mean, the Republicans yeah. have all kinds of crazy ideas what they plan on doing if they retain that house. I mean, Boebert and Archie Kale yep. that all the time. They're like, we're going to like investigate Pfizer and, and vaccines. We're going to investigate the January 6th people. Well, the people you, are, are, what? Uh, and we don't we don't have to jump to this topic uh, right now. But the next topic is like the best evidence for everything you're saying. If you've watched a Boebert debate or a J.D. Vance debate or a Tudor Dixon debate or Carrie Lake, if you watch any of these debates, it is really going to be shocking if the Republicans win and then what they start doing. It's going to yeah. be. They're literally telling you what they plan on doing. Oh, yeah. So there's no like subtlety. If anything, they're not telling you enough. They probably right. have most things planned. They're going to do hearings on Hunter Biden. They're going to impeach mm. Biden. They're going to do all kinds of dumb shit. They're not going to do anything that actually represents the people. They're not going to do anything that they're not going to do anything like make health care better mm. or bring down insulin prices. They're yeah. not going to do any of that. It's going to be bullshit investigations. It's going to make the whole thing into a joke. And it's going to delegitimize everything. Well, that's their whole shtick is to like delegitimize government to make yeah. it look like it doesn't work or that it's out to get you. Or I mean, yeah. I remember even like after Katrina, the one thing that George W. Bush said a lot was your federal government failed you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mean, no, you, you failed us. Like, right. <laughs> federal government didn't, but he wanted to make sure you're aware. Like, no, this is federal government doesn't work. Like, right. He would make a political and be like, because that's their they they don't want it to work. And when you say, "Yeah, man, you're doing a terrible job," he's like, "I know." <laughs> that's because that's what we want to do, right? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want it to work. You keep voting for people who don't want the federal government to work, yeah. and then you get upset when it doesn't work. What did you expect? What did you expect? Yeah, you keep voting in people who have no intention on making the federal government work correctly. Now they'll still spend federal dollars. And, sure. And, money but it's not going to be anything that's going to benefit you mm. um okay so i mean what besides that i mean what other big things came out of january 6th then it was that, just... that was it it was it, i thought it was a pretty low-key day i mean you trump getting subpoenaed is huge the notion that trump kind of admitted that he lost and had been planning this insurrection for a long time yep um those are the big takeaways for me you know Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like earth shattering. I guess the thing, the thing that when talking about it, that I keep coming back to or that I would want to communicate is that um, it slid right by. I mean, I, it should have been a much more consequential thing, I think, earlier in the year. Um, and it just slid by. Yeah. 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 It stinks because it's like that Trump getting subpoenaed thing should be like a it headline. Be big news. Yeah. It should be. I don't know what the big news is. I don't, I don't know. Um, all right. So, well, speaking of, I mean, so there was different debates. We can just talk about the Bulbert one real quick. Yeah. Well, I watched that today. I guess there was yesterday, there was like a League of Women Voters. Uh, it was like online. I don't know why, okay. because she wasn't, she's never in Colorado or mm. it was always supposed to be online. I don't know. It was like a Zoom call, basically, debate. And it, I mean, what was your takeaway from it? You watched, you listened to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not listen to it entirely. My, my big takeaway, and this is kind of a weird one, is I, I thought the moderators did a great job. Yeah, there were, there were no bullshit. Yeah, and I know that one of the um, that Frisch, the Democrat, uh, 
referred to the moderator as Dr. So-and-so. So I'm guessing she's a political scientist or she works for some university in Colorado. Um, so I thought that was really good. And it just seemed like, and I've seen this in a bunch of debates where the Democrat tries to answer the question legitimately and the Republican just pivots to, well, I don't know why my opponent wants, you know, boys to be girls, or yeah. I don't know why my opponent hates America so much. I mean, it's just like this bizarre nonsense word vomit. Um, well, I like with Adam Frisch is basically bringing up that, like, you know, you want representation. You don't really have it. Yeah. Never there. Her job, she really does not, you know, she was trying to make all these claims of what she does. But the the facts are there, and it's like she's never there. She's busy making her brand. She's yeah. busy, um, you know, going to like religious events, right wing religious events, EPUSA, yeah. and, and all this bullshit. Like, she's hardly ever in Colorado. She's campaigning in Florida. She's in North Ca South Carolina. She's in Texas. Yeah. And it's like, well, what else know, is she gonna do? They don't let her sit on committees. They don't. She's on some committees. Oh, that's right. Marjorie Green's the one. Green yeah. uh, but I like that, you know, uh, Adam Frisch, everyone knows Marjorie Taylor Green's a fucking lunatic. Mm -hmm. uh, that isn't a, a lunatic. And he kept on tying it to her. Uh, Bober kept on trying to bring a Pelosi. I like that he kept on saying, like, I am not Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. He basically, listen, I don't care. This guy has to claim. She's trying to lie. Like, she's getting all pissed and she's trying to say, like, he's a liar. He's a evil liberal he's not this he's not right any claims i don't honestly i don't even care if he's a bag right <laughs> a bag sandwich. I yeah. wanna, like she's awful there's no no, no she's one of the, the literally one of the worst congress people she she literally brings down everything she's yeah. so terrible you hear like say these horrible things in Congress. She says like these absolutely racist, accusatory things about like Elon Omar, uh, uh, Sawell, I think his name is. Real mm -hmm. racist shit. I mean, she's just a disgusting human being. She mm -hmm. doesn't really, she doesn't do anything for her state, really. She's really just about expanding her brand as a right wing grifter. Yeah. So I'd say, you know what? Let's make it a job easier for her and kick her out because I think Colorado has proven to be more progressive than I understand. Oh, that yeah red area but like i think the thing is and I think what he's doing a good job is explaining is that like she's not doing her job mm. like and i think he's been really good at like just pointing that out like she's right. not, she's not working with you she's not bringing the money in that she should be doing she's yeah. you have you have if she stays in power you have no representation or no true representation well yeah yeah I think the future will be real interesting for this committee. You what? know, the future, like if it, if it gets disbanded or if it, you know, it, it'll be weird about there being, I don't know. I, Lauren Boebert's no good for Colorado. She's no good for anyone. And if the Congress changes over and Lauren Boebert is a part of it, it's just going to be a disaster. Well, there will be no committee for January 6th, but they'll be investigating is the January 6th committee. Right. That's what I'm going to It will turn over and be a new thing with people LB like Lauren Boebert in charge. to deny the Ukraine any funding. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. going to do that. Real You'll quick, have... We didn't have that on the list, but, uh, you know, the Ukraine, there's been some events that happened recently. 
Actually, uh, yeah, not real quick. Um, so I guess the Ukraine, like, uh, there was some bombing on a bridge. Yeah, they blew up a bridge. Military yeah. supply line between Russia and Crimea. And all these, like, chuds on Twitter were like, this is a terrorist attack. I'm like, no, this is a, they're the invader. And yeah. it was a tactical military move. Right. But then Russia literally bombed, like, bad Kiev. Yeah. In, like, the Ukraine. Like, actual civilian areas. And yeah. they're like, all those chuds were kind of quiet about that. Or they tried to, like, they, you know, it's really disgusting how many, like, there's so many weird, like, Russia defenders. Yeah, uh, I don't understand it, but there are a lot of them. And they're general, generally right wing, you know. Uh, there's a lot of fake leftists, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But these, the, they're ultimately right wing. They're right wing talking points. Yeah, no, they are. And it's a very bizarre like and again, the main argument, Mark Ruffalo, speaking of the Hulk, yeah, he actually the Hulk. tweeted something about uh the Ukraine and he said, This is the argument of the Ukraine. Uh if you're trying to come up with a peace thing, the the the, the move mm -hmm. is Russia leaves. That's it. Yeah. That's the negotiation. That's it. Yeah. It goes away because Russia is the invader. And it's funny, I saw some like these chuds trying to like link the Iraq war what's going on in with russia and ukraine and yeah I'm like, well i i'm like uh, they were like oh you were okay with this or something like that i'm like no we weren't i like attended one of the biggest war protests <laughs> right. in this country ever i was at one of those in new york like they were all over the world we were adamantly against it that was and the reason why we were against it is because that was an invasion on iraq by the bush administration mm -hmm. just like the Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. Real similar dynamic, yeah. It's a similar dynamic. If you were like against the Iraq War, you're probably against the you the Russia Russia invading yeah. Ukraine. Like it's that simple. Yeah. You can't just come out and say that Russia has no business in invading the Ukraine. Then I don't know. There's like a little there's something with a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. And that was actually, I think, mentioned in the J.D. Vance debate. Yeah, uh, he did talk about how J.D. Vance is basically supporting Putin. You know? Yeah. Um, okay, so that debate, we'll talk about that one. I thought that was a good debate. I thought Tim Ryan did fine. But again, I think this is one of those debates where the moderators would let J.D. Vance say whatever horrible, ridiculous, yeah. outlandish thing about Tim Ryan. And Tim Ryan was given no opportunity to retort or like you know like hey can i this guy just like claim that i'm you know want to eat babies or something <laughs> you know like you didn't let sure notice that it felt like they didn't give a chance to like come back uh i will say tim ryan uh he's running as democrat in ohio mm -hmm. uh gives off tim uh the other what's his name from uh i don't i think you should leave oh um the, hi hi no. Yeah, I want to say Heidecker, but it's no. not that. Um, Eric. Hold on. I'll look it up. Yeah. Tim O'Brien? No. What is his name? I'm looking it up. All right. Hold on. My back fingers <laughs> are making the text on my phone. <laughs> I think Tim Robinson. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for Tim Ryan to be like, Henrik, shit. <laughs> Cough and flop. <laughs> fucking jd vance flop dude that guy sucks man. he's bad yeah he's real bad 
He's just, uh, and it's not even that. There's like nothing there. He's a soulless ghoul. Like, yeah. And he's making claims about his grandma and all that. It's all bullshit. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. Yeah. Um, he's a liar. Uh, you know, I think Tim Ryan's like, he's, listen, he's trying to do his job of like, it, it, it's weird. It's like, I hate that he has to like play this kind of conservative. Someone was like, yeah. Oh, what we're supposed to, he'll just be the next Joe Mansion. I'm like, you right. know what? It'd be better than Shady Vance. Yeah. Because it's not just like, okay, it's not like we're, we're not just voting against a Republican here. Right. You're voting against a person who thinks Trump won the election in 2020. Yeah. Someone who has some really bizarre views over yeah. what has happened in the last few years. Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, uh, basically a, a automaton that does everything mm-hmm. he wants this isn't just some regular dude this isn't just a there's a political difference jd vance is an actual danger is like an actual terrible like candidate like yeah <laughs> like, across the board he is yeah um, and i do like that when tim ryan brought up the whole thing about him having no balls basically yeah like how trump like said that he has to kiss his ass and he's like yeah he he, did yeah yeah he's like this guy has no self-respect like you think this like you think think this guy is going to be a good senator for ohio if he has like um i don't know what other takeaways you got from that um i don't know if i had any other takeaways per se uh geez it's gonna be a rough month you know well i mean the 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 debate though Oh, the the debate. Yeah, I don't know if I, well, like I said, I don't know if I have any takeaways per se. I know that um, Tim Ryan looked great and J.D. Fance just looks terrible. Uh, That's not like a super deep analysis. Uh, It's a deep analysis. Well, I'm just saying like a lot lot of these debates are just ugly. You know, the debates are ugly because the Democrat shows up to deliver a few points. And um, I don't know. It, it just they don't seem like i said my issue with these debates is just that like jenny vance said some really like ridiculous things uh in regard to like tim ryan uh and the moderators just kind of like move on to the next question don't let yeah. me um i didn't and i think jd vance also got the closing word i don't think that's ever good like the closing word you want your opponent you yeah want your candidate to get the closing word you just do and yeah uh, him getting it is like to me like a bad sign. Um, also, I didn't like, uh, you know, they asked him about January 6th and he tried to give some bullshit answer. Yeah, they always do. What they always do, you know, give yeah, some I forgot what he said. It was some bullshit. And then he said something about like, you know, that he wouldn't even acknowledge that Trump, like he, Tim Ryan pulled out and said, like, you won't accept the 2020 election. Like, mm-hmm. you, you said Trump was the winner and he tried to like, come up with some bullshit yeah, all right yeah. so what else was there what other debates were there i mean well I know- tonight was gretchen whitmer and tudor dixon and whitmer should crush okay. tudor dixon what whitmer should crush tudor dixon i would hope so right yeah i mean that woman's uh, tudor dixon is not well equipped so uh i don't know we've just seen we've seen a lot of these debates where if they're willing to debate, yeah. Well, there's the Herschel Walker one, supposedly mm-hmm. tomorrow. That yeah. one I forgot to see because I feel like 
See, this is what's going to happen. This is my prediction. If this debate even happens. Mm-hmm. And this is how you're going to see. This is what they do all the time to the, the mainstream media does to Democratic candidates all the time. Herschel Walker is a fucking idiot. He's dumb. He's just dumb. He's dumb. He's like the definition of dumb. He's a dumb jock. His brain isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know it. He's waiting over his head. He should not be running for Senate. It's a fucking insult that he's running for yeah. Senate. It's like anyone, like, and you have a better candidate, Warnock. And what's going to happen is they're going to say some bullshit. I'll do the Chris Matthews. Hey, he came up to uh, Professor Real. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, uh, Herschel Walker, he's a man of the people, you know, that's speaking mm-hmm. our language. And, <laughs> you know, I can yeah. see like that yeah. bullshit. Like, so it's almost like a tough line that Warnock has to run because it's like if he comes off, like if he laughs at him or anyway, right? Like they'll be like, oh, look at him. He's looking down on him. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's an elitist. Herschel Walker is a, a American man hero. of the people. Yeah. Man of the people. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. He's a real man of the people. The fuck yeah. out of here. I mean, they'll do that bullshit. You know it. You know yeah. it. Oh, yeah. They'll do that. And, uh, They'll like, or they'll say like, uh, Warn, you know, Warnock is like, uh, disrespecting Herschel Walker or injuries, or they'll say whatever, and we're supposed to feel sorry for him. But then, like on another example, is John Reardon, who recently had a stroke and is recovering well from it. Who they're doing hit pieces on him. The NBC did a absolutely disgusting hit piece on him where they it was like a total ableist like yeah interview it was, it was real weird this is the one you're talking about where they basically said dasha barnes or whatever from yeah she he shouldn't be working in uh ice cream shop because he has memory issues or something it was just like a bizarre they kept non sequitur from trying her. to downplay they they were trying to like make it out to be that this man's brain doesn't work yep. because he needs a uh visual aid captions captions and it's like why is that a big fucking deal well why even mention it you know i mean like they mention it because they are going after him yeah well yeah so the right-wing media and even so-called liberal media there is no liberal media Mm. um is going after him using stories about crime uh, and that he's outraged so much crime and Pennsylvania, especially in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, you know, I don't know why those specific locations, but you know, yeah, and, right. I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. But you know why? Well, There's... I think, yeah, I don't. Fetterman was running away with this, and then as of late, um, Oz has pulled closer, and it's disgusting because, like, any okay, imagine if Fetterman killed 300 dogs. Jeez, yeah, if he killed one dog, right. He didn't even kill a dog. He left the dog outside in the cold ones. It's, it's tough. I mean, the, the, Doc, um, Dr. Ross should be done. Like, oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Dogs. Doesn't even matter what the context is. They should be talking about him like, what is he going to do next? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he lost. He. It, this should not even be a fucking contest. And what's scary is that if the media is in line with Dr. Oz, then that means they're also in line with Mastriano. Mastriano mm. is a literal domestic terrorist who attended the January 6th. Yeah. Um, his job will be to make sure that, like, if he's governor, he basically said he will hand Pennsylvania to Trump if Trump runs in 2024. Yeah. He said that many times. Um, yeah, I remember hearing that. 
And if you're pushing Dr. Oz, and that means you're also pushing Mastriano, because most people usually just vote down line, down ballot. That's right. just the way it is usually. And this attack on Fetterman is targeted. And again, the timing but, is really suspect too. You yeah, know. that NBC interview is so disgusting. And it's like, it, it's, I mean, listen, this is not, they'll, the right wing will try to sell you some bullshit and say NBC is liberal. It's not. Jack Welch, they invented fucking like, uh, what do you call it? Outsourcing of yeah. like, like anti union as fuck. Like, who are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It is. It is kind of depressing. Um, I still think Fetterman wins, you know? I think so, too, but it shouldn't be It shouldn't be this close. It shouldn't no. be a washout. Dr. Oz is a joke. He's a terrible candidate. He's not, like, come on. Like, this is the, this is the same bullshit where, like, the, the right wing will put... Dr. Oz is literally, and I said this before in this podcast, like Dr. Oz is literally what the right was trying to tell you John Kerry was. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Dr. Oz is the liberal elite. He's not, he doesn't even know what the fuck is in Pennsylvania. He doesn't even live there. It's insane. (laughs) I know. Like, I think like, that's like, you got to attack him on other things. The whole joke of him being. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works and you should keep doing it, but you gotta, there's gotta be other reasons. I think him, you know, Again, killing 300 dogs is a... I don't even care what the context is. That should be the end of a campaign. Anyway. It should be. Like it should be. But I don't know. <laughs> well, we got uh, another another kind of dual thing, dual scandal down in Florida. Um, what do you... Do you want to talk about DeSantis getting uh, investigated first or the voting stuff? I mean, they're both kind of the same. I mean... yeah. Right? I mean, you tell me. Well, okay, so the two stories kind of emerged. The Florida out. man here. Yeah, right. Two stories emerged out of Florida. One is that Ron DeSantis is in trouble. Uh, he's being investigated federally. And it's kind of a unique thing. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis probably could have gotten away with this really easily if he had pulled immigrants out of Florida and sent them somewhere else. But he didn't do that. He, he spent money shipping immigrants from texas to massachusetts all right and the thing is he got this money because this is money that was the interest accrued off of ppp funds he got for the state yeah and uh, of course this is the guy who tried to deny the existence of COVID right. all the time he tried to use that and he literally put out ad campaigns saying uh, like florida is yeah. as great as it did because when the government shut down ron DeSantis defied the federal government and the joke yeah. is no he didn't he was taking this money and everything and using it for fucking right kidnapping innocent people and well i don't know he he the point of it is all that money was earmarked for use in florida and he spent it in a way that had nothing to do with Florida. Yeah. Which was, that was kind of a weird thing. If he had just trafficked immigrants to Florida, he probably would have been fine, but he didn't do that. So. I know it's like, uh, I mean, people go to jail for like misuse of campaign funds. Right. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think this would be a criminal thing. I don't know that, but um, if him getting investigated would be a good thing, you know? So, because 
this seems like there's probably a lot of different little walls I broken. Say that from what it seems like the wind has been knocked out of his sail for you know, especially as a 2024 candidate i feel like there's the, these really embarrassing images of him over yeah. the past, like past couple of months especially after hurricane ian the photo of him wearing those uh boots ridiculous. Yeah. looks like a, a fucking idiot and yeah. then photo of him with biden is like such a huge tell yeah biden is warm and embracing and DeSantis just in the front with his head down it's like all angry and pissed off yeah sulking yeah looking miserable i'm that's a great story and then there's another great image too of them at a table together and oh and yeah yeah it's down too and biden's kind of like just talking and it, it's like i made an image that says your name is reek my name yeah is. i saw that well yeah i think so i i think a, another thing that's kind of an interesting side note is i i came from lee county florida that's where i lived last lee county florida they did the math it's the like the fifth most conservative district in the united states Yeesh. yeah so that's where i lived it wasn't it was lee like county, like off of robert e lee yeah it was, it was named after robert e lee <laughs> it's you know it's a, i guess <laughs> so um and and lee where i come came from is a lot more conservative than where I live now in Texas. And if you can believe that. I know. So Florida, a few months ago, set up all these crazy voting restrictions. You had to vote in the precinct in which you were registered. You had to uh, really clamp down on mail-in ballots. They clamped very much down on on ballot boxes and stuff like that. Um, They shortened the window. And the problem is that the last hurricane destroyed the most reliably Republican votes, period. Like, if you looked at a map of where the hurricane went, it was all like red districts. So now Ron DeSantis is trying to figure out how he can break the voting rules he set up so his constituents can vote. And that'll be kind of interesting to watch. I can't believe that another uh, right-wing politician is also a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, well, blue blue counties in Florida didn't really get hit by the hurricane. Red counties did. And a lot of those people are going to have to move, and they're not going to have time to register to vote. A lot of those people, like, the entire city of Cape Coral is basically uninhabitable. I would say Ron DeSantis lost because of this. It's just another example of reality getting in the way of right bullshit like the right wing wants to push all this nonsense that has at least the right wing today oh yeah they want to push all this like bullshit about cancer culture attacking trans people um fucking with education crt uh, every all that yeah uh women's sports like all kinds of bullshit it doesn't really affect anyone and then something like a hurricane comes along a powerful one fucks everything up and then mm-hmm. you, you know these people get exposed because it's like they drain the coffers of like of where you know money should spent usually for like emergencies yeah Maybe. well another thing charlie chris is running ads now that say you're probably filing a, a homeowner's claim right now aren't you what's your coverage like you know when Charlie Crist was governor, 
he drove property insurances down like 20 percent he really successfully fought against these big insurance companies and he won one ron DeSantis was too busy fighting mickey mouse yeah and so and of, the joke is by fighting mickey mouse he actually raised florida yeah. tax because the florida they he removed the thing and the disney's like okay <laughs> well a lot of people are filing insurance claims now and they think they're covered but their deductible is like fifteen thousand dollars yeah. and all sorts of shit's not covered and yeah. they're you know they they've lost three four hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff and they're going to get a check in the mail for like 20 grand that's that's really going to start to resonate with people yeah so florida's florida may get interesting that it there are you know not not to use a, a tacky symbol but like they, they there may be stormy weather coming there so We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I hope so. I, I really hope Chris beats DeSantis. DeSantis, like we've said, is probably the worst governor out there. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, Abbott's pretty bad. Abbott's but, very bad. But I think DeSantis is like just like another level of yep. shit. I yeah. think like he represents. It's fucking, I see his wife's tweets, man. She oh, sounds like, terrible. like those fucking like teal dresses from uh handmaids. Yeah, Serena. Right. Yeah, she's gross. Um yeah, it was it was really funny. Like there was another photo and it was a photo of her like standing and her arms looked weird. And someone had this amazing tweet. They're like, Do these motherfuckers just get arms or something? Yeah, right. Like, DeSantis Someone said they were wearing bulletproof vests, but I don't I don't know. I don't see it. She didn't look like she was wearing a vest. She just it's looked like, like how they their posture, the characters. Yeah. Like, are you did you just get arms today or something? Yeah. Like you had arms. <laughs> like, what to do with these things? <laughs> um yeah, but again, I think the set, the wind has been. I mean, not to say that oh, he's not a threat anymore. Because I mean, if he wins, if he, I mean, he he loses his election, he's done. He's just oh done. yeah, yeah, that's After it for he him. Could run as a president, he could run for president and let him. He'll he'll mm-hmm. he'll go from like top tier candidate to bottom tier in a minute. Yeah. Like no one will take him seriously. They'll say you lost your fucking state. Like right. like you lost a red state, basically. I mean, that's kind of what Florida is. Yeah. Uh, it's proven to be. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a battleground state anymore. I think it's no. Nah, it's a red state. It's like I, Ohio. Ohio's on it. Wins in Ohio. It's a red state. That's yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. Democrats need to like focus on like Georgia and like Arizona and make sure. To, yeah, Arizona. Make sure to like consolidate the other Rust Belt states. Well, sure. Up places North, like North Carolina. Fuck. Work on Texas. You probably have a better chance in Texas if. Uh, yeah. Like, or try getting Virginia back. Yeah. And honestly, it's not a bad idea to play. I bet, I bet the Dems will get it back in. Uh, I do know. too. But, but play play some defense in places where you might not think you need to, like Oregon yeah. and New Mexico and Nevada and even Colorado. Like all it takes is one hand up the wheel, and there's yep. an upset. Any I mean, any progressive upset. We all thought yeah. that it was a joke, and Hillary was going to win. Yeah. So. I mean, he didn't really win. He won by like uh, math when it comes right. to college. I mean, that's like the sad part when you look at the electoral victories, electoral college victories, and you realize that Biden didn't win by much more. No, because of the states that he had to win versus what the states Trump had to win, and you're like, 
fuck, Biden had to get 8 million more votes to be president, and Trump had to lose by 3 million votes. To yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's normal. That's not how a democracy should work. Mm. Like, I get it. They get California votes. That's probably it. Like, whoever wins, but sorry. Yeah. Maybe you need to, like, offer better things. You know, that's, like, the funny thing. Like, uh, when the right wing was getting really upset about Biden, like, uh, you know, student loans or Biden, right, right. I'm going to, like, you know, reduce charges for people who had, like, small amount of pot on them, you know, like, yeah. we're going to, like, decriminalize this stuff. And the right wing's like, you can't do that. And it's like, wow, who would have thought, like, having a net benefit would get people to want to vote for you? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how that's how it works. Yeah. We can't do that. Wait, <laughs> like if anything, that should expose the Republicans for what they are. Vote for us. We're going to give you nothing. Yeah. If anything, you're probably going to lose stuff. We'll cut your social security. Yeah. I mean, we've already you they the the boomers did it with Reagan. Yeah. Sadly. They, yeah. They took away. They basically lost. They lost their kids' pension that day. They Reagan won. Mm. Most of their children's weren't going to have pensions like yeah. they did. College just increased four times in price. Mm. Cost of living just increased. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's, 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 we're still paying for that. And that's why it's funny when Biden comes in with just these like small gestures of like, we're going to reduce. Yeah. And they seem earth, earth shaking. Yeah. But they're, they're the most basic of things. You're not supposed to do that. What do you mean? Like, if anything, I should be doing more. Yeah. That's cheating. How's it cheating? It's my job. I'm literally doing my job right. Don't save the patient's life. They'll come back and with other problems. Yeah, <laughs> right. They need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, they if, they, if you save their life, they, you know, like a year or two, they're going to come back with some other problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, speak, I, I guess this would be a good transition to the our last item. That's kind of. Well, yeah, I was going to lump them together. We can talk one, 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 then the next. Uh, Alex Jones and and Kanye West were our last two items. All right. Well, um, Alex Jones. We'll talk about him first. Yeah. yeah. Jones, uh, we know there's been experiencing. Uh, it's been a lot of trials. I've been going. This is yep. not. It's insane how long this took. Oh but, yeah. You know, it also shows you how much shit he did. So obviously, Sandy Hook happened, and he said mm -hmm. it did, and he made millions of dollars off of it. Yeah, and he, with all the bullshit lies that he's vehement lies and bullshit that he spread about the parents of these murdered children, yeah, had endangered these people's lives. People had to move multiple times. One mm -hmm. person, one parent, killed themselves mm -hmm. because of this. I mean, imagine like you're—it's like hell on earth. You're, you're yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't even imagine at work or whatever, and you're you're thinking about picking your kid up from school and you find out your child was blown away by an air 15 by some nut job in the school of all places mm -hmm. too like a kindergarten or whatever You're yeah like, it's not supposed to happen these were like six seven year olds you know yeah they were babies they were literal babies and uh and then okay so you're already experiencing that and then on top of that you have this fucking disgusting pig monster yeah, <laughs> yeah. getting with a huge platform spreading lies every fucking day videos going viral saying that your kid didn't die actually right whole, you never had a kid you're, you're faking. Actually, yeah you're a you're a crisis actor actually mm. 
and you're just like, what the fuck? So yeah. it's like double. It's like somebody threw like it's like not salt on the wound, but like acid on the wound. I mean, like lit you on fire. You yeah. know, like what he did was so disgusting. And the thing is that any I saw it. So basically, he there was a case. Well, there was a case in Texas where he supposedly has to pay like fifty million. Mm-hmm. We'll see what he actually pays from that. Yeah, because they they cap them. Like the the jury can award fifty million, but the, it might be the only like five hundred thousand dollars is collectible. Okay, but what on Connecticut has it work? No, Connecticut, you get all that money. So there were seven. That the one in Texas was three families. I think. Yeah. The one in Connecticut was 17 families. Yeah, and they got a lot of money. <laughs> uh, it was close to a billion dollars. It's crazy, it, yeah. Literally, it's like, I remember the first time it came out, it was like 229 million. I was like, holy shit, this is like, I figured it would just be like 50 million here. Yeah. yeah. And then it, and so the numbers again, and it was like $975 million. Yeah. And I think in the end, it ended up being over a billion. And he was like live streaming because he guess he wasn't there, and he right. was just like laughing about it, like, "Yeah, you get fifty million, you get fifty million. He's like gloating. And this motherfucker was like there denying Sandy Hook still, and like this guy's not apologetic. He's no. a fucking disgusting piece of shit. And the thing is that he made not just did he lie about this, but he made millions of dollars while hundreds of millions of dollars while. Oh yeah, he made. He was able to take Infowars from some bullshit thing that mm-hmm. turned around by potheads and people that thought conspiracies were funny and he turned it into a huge media machine that helped get Trump elected. Yeah. And other lies too. Pizzagate, he pushed that. It all Vaccines. Started- yep. yep. Sandy Hook was, I mean, this guy was pushing like 9-11 conspiracies, mm-hmm. all the, you know, more classic uh, conspiracies. You know, the ones that like of course, Rothschild's real anti-Semitic shit. He's a huge anti-Semite. Uh, yeah. Um, he was pushing, but the Sandy Hook thing was like a whole nother level. And like I said, this guy made like they call it Infowars. They really should just call it Infomercial because it it that's it's really a lot of like doomsday prepper. So yeah, it's you all know. Like, he'll tell you a story about how your water is contaminated, and then he'll immediately be like, and that's why you need to buy these water clarifying pills. Yeah, iodine you know, tablets. The food supplies are breaking down. The supply chain's breaking down. I remember this back in December. Uh, they're like supply. I don't know if you remember this last year. Like, yeah, and, this is uh, ringing like, a bell vaguely. TikToks were pushing like supply supply chain issues, supply mm, chain geez. issues, and I'm like, I mean, there might have been some hiccups here and there, but nothing like right. ever like what it was uh, when COVID hit and like stores looked like doomsday happened. Yeah, and, like, I remember that. Yeah, it was fucking scary. Like, I guess we'll all eat that weird pasta no one wants. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with it. We'll have to deal. Mm, Farfalla. <laughs> That's a fine. Uh, and then this fucking guy, like, so anyone who's, def- there's like all these creeps online and disingenuous scumbags who are like, um, who who are saying like his mm. speech. I'm like, this this has never been about freedom of speech. And first of all, okay, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. Yeah. If you come up to me and you say all these horrible things about me and my family, and I fucking punch you in the skull and the nose and your fucking mm-hmm. bones into your nose and you die, well, I mean, I might go to jail for that, but guess what? You still 
<laughs> like Every, everyone worried about Alex Jones's freedom of speech, um, it was also like telling Kyle Rittenhouse he should sue anyone who reported on the incident. Right. You know? Yeah. That, that like that was like the the huge con. These people are liars. They're they're anti free speech. First of all, but first of all, too, this guy was. This isn't a freedom of speech argument, and this is what they no. after him for was he was making not just was he. Spreading horrible lies, and he was endangering these people's lives by with all his nut jobs that he, uh, you know, has watching him. Because I imagine mental psychosis and Infowars viewers has right. a, kind of blend together. Yeah, there's a, a nice, yeah, nice puree of psychotic. Uh, he was making millions of dollars while doing it. Yeah, I mean, like if you if like I'm sure some Alex Jones fans own restaurants, and I'm sure they wouldn't feel good about the neighboring restaurant standing in front of their restaurant saying that there were rats inside. You know, that's it's this doesn't a freedom of speech issue. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like so I let me see if I can find this tweet. You see, MIA. Yeah. Oh my god! She's always been real weird. I don't know. Um, she's a she's always been an anti-vaxxer. That is, I've known yeah. that for like. A well, and she was like, she was really involved. Or her dad was a leader of the Tamil Tigers, which is a pretty or was a pretty. Uh, I want to say they were a pretty violent group in Sri Lanka. You know, I mean, she has like a history of like, I don't know, taking pretty extreme positions. Look, I I've kind of gotten she's over. Just like a- rich kid and she's fucking married to like a billionaire yeah well this is this is all gonna dovetail into the kanye stuff too but i've it it gets so confusing there are very few artists out there who are like squeaky clean you know um you know it's like the big one like morrissey was this you know engaging in really racist behavior but like he still had great songs, and you wonder. Um, well, it's like the same. Like Megadeth is another one that that yeah, people. Who were cares? Talking. I don't. I only. I'm going to see them live tomorrow. You know why though? Because hmm. my son likes them. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I've kind of become exhausted with like trying to figure out. Like, I mean, listen. Any. I don't want to get into that yet. I don't want to talk about. Yeah. It. I don't want to talk about Jones. Uh, I might. She wrote MIA. Okay, where where did she write? I, I hate the Twitter. Come on. Oh, well, she said some bullshit about like Alex Jones, but none of the people who pushed the vaccine were investigated. Yeah, right. You you made the worst tweet of the day. Good job. Yeah, like that's she's... the most idiotic thing. Like she, she's an anti-vaxxer. Whatever. I and then she wrote, "I might be the first canceled Twitter user back in 2010 for saying connected to the Google, connected to the government." Yeah, <laughs> I got different kinds of receipts, and I wrote, "Keep defending Alex Jones and have fun in your new career as a right wing grifter." Yeah, some people. I think there's like a difference between like, I don't know, the, the, that <laughs> MIA stuff is just crazy. Well, again, to so Alex Jones, I will hopefully. I mean, they're done. Infowars is done. If he owes a billion, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's probably worth. Who knows how much that guy's fucking worth? But I said, what, who's gonna be the first scumbag that has him on? And it was Stephen Crowder. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, like, so I'm sorry. At this point, 
if you have him on, you embrace him, then you also too are okay with uh, saying that uh, a bunch of children are murdered. Yeah. You, you, if you have him on and you don't, and, and you're and friendly with him and embracing him, like if you have him on and you call him like a vile piece of shit, that's a different story. Sure. Like if you actually confront him, and maybe be a little more intellectual about it instead of just being like, you know, you, you yeah. know uh, if a frog or something, gay, gay frogs, <laughs> what gay frogs, yeah, frogs are gay. Um, like, but if you're just having him on like Crowder does and you're just like having a laugh, yeah. then nah, you're a piece of shit. Like, this isn't this guy's disgusting, he's a, he's a vile piece of shit. It was really funny. Uh, he's so gross that JK Rowling actually came out today and yeah. said he should keep. He hasn't even paid enough yet. And I tweeted it. I said, the worst person in the world has said something good or something. Yeah. But that guy. That worst, onion. Yeah. The, yeah. It's not the, I don't know what it is, but yeah, the worst person in the world said something you agree good. with. Like you And I, I posted that. I'm like, yeah, she's 100% right. Yeah. Wow. She's actually like, for one minute in between her attacking trans people, she said, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't defend the uh, the guy who lied about murdered children mm. and continues to lie about it. Um, I hope he's every penny. He loses every penny. Yeah, me too. And, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Well, speaking of terrible. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye West. This is the last thing we're going to talk about. Kanye West likes to come out once in a while. Uh, he disappears and then comes back like every six months. Like a hedgehog, yeah, kind of looks like one, and he uh, or like a beaver. He always makes me think he looks like a like a Bucky's beaver. Yeah, he does kind of look like, like Bucky's. Yeah, sorry, Bucky beaver. Well, he he came out and said he was going to go full hotep black Israel, yeah. and went on an anti-Semitic tirade. Yeah, he um, it, it really was like a grotesque caricature of what like that type of thing is, you know. And he um, tweeted that he was going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Yeah. Not anti-Semitic because black. And it was okay because black people were the original yeah, Jewish some people or something. Like they showed the Puff Daddy thing and he was like, yeah, I tried talking to him. I said, you know, I would like to actually meet up with you and talk. Yeah. He wouldn't even respond. It's like, you know, instead of having this bullshit back and forth, maybe we could actually, you know, we're supposedly friends. Maybe we could actually meet, but kanye's too in his right wing he's full-on right winger so the other day he was like in paris or something at some fashion show with candace owens and they're wearing like white lives matter shirts yeah Candace yeah. Owens is just a vile shit bag it's and just he- real weird i know like yeah i i i know we talked about this a little bit beforehand about like you know is he mentally ill or not um I don't look. You can be mentally ill and a shitty person. I mean, those things aren't mutually exclusive. I do. I, I do pay attention anymore. Yeah, I. I don't know. I see like, um, I don't know. Whatever. He, he's just like this. Is like he's so big and he's so important to a lot of people. And for him to act is like this still, is just what. Is- Still that important to people? No, he but he was. I mean, he's culturally like, iconic. It's it, it would be maybe 2010. He's not like putting out the hits anymore, but it would be like um, I think a good example would be like Eric Clapton to like middle-aged white dudes. Like 
you know, my, my, Eric Clapton said a lot of shitty things, and like, no, yeah, Eric Clapton lost his mind. Uh, I mean, especially during the pandemic. He, yeah, he, but like, is is Eric Clapton still big? No, but he's like super culturally relevant to like middle class white dudes. And is Kanye super relevant right now? No, he's kind of like a joke, but like, he's still very culturally relevant. You know, he just is. I mean. I, well, let me, I'm just going to read this to you really quick. I put out like a thread and got like buried in my. Yeah, head. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's like, what tweets pick up and what don't? This one didn't. And whatever. I had to just get it out. It said, thread in six parts. Not too long after Katrina, I knew Kanye was trash. And that sounds like, wait, what? Because he said that about right. Bush? Yeah. No, that's not it. He monopolized all our grievances of the Bush administration mishandling the Hurricane Katrina aftermath when he said George W. Bush doesn't care about black people, live on air during a fundraiser for the victims. Said it was refreshing to see someone of Kanye's stature say what needed to be said, especially after what felt like four years not being able to publicly criticize right. Bush. George W. Bush was given a get out of jail card with 9 11. He abused this and put us in a never ending war in Iraq. Kanye saying this live on TV was, was something a larger majority felt like after Katrina, but he did nothing with it. It wasn't about the victims anymore, and it was all about Kanye. He didn't do anything after saying George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. All he did was raise his brand value. That's true. I don't yeah. remember him feeling like he didn't. He never said anything again like that. He never yeah, that. and he never went to New Orleans and did the work himself. Or yeah. he, I mean, like maybe that wasn't his obligation, yeah. but yeah, and that's fine. But and I said, what? Con what did Connie eventually do? He, mar he married a Kardashian and sold two hundred dollar blank blank T shirts. Yeah, and then came out and supported immediately of Trump after the twenty sixteen update. Kanye decided to do a media blitz of his support for Trump, the guy who ran the most outright racist campaign in decades. Yep. That's just the fact. Now, we can talk about Reagan, and we can talk about Bush with the Willie Horton. Mm -hmm. was Willie Horton thing was incredibly racist. They're kind of doing that to Fetterman right now. They're doing yeah. like a, with Willie Horton on him. But Trump ran an outright racist campaign, came out the gate, said that Mexicans yep. were racist, and he he had those rallies this was just like this was so in your face like the the ronald reagan one it, it, it or you know what he did or what bush did with willie horton you could like there's a dog whistle there there's like it's, yeah it's, it's not there's like it, it, it there's some nuance to it and it's subtle in some ways what trump did was so in your face and the fact that kanye came out and said that he loved this guy was yeah. insane. Uh, yeah. And then I said he put on a MAGA hat and said that slavery was a choice for black people. He literally oh, said yeah. recently he's just come out attacking Jewish people and pushing old timey anti Semitic tropes of Jews controlling the world. He did. Yeah. He yeah. dropped his ass six years ago, but most didn't. And this is where we're at now. I mean, like, the he was on Tucker Carlson. And he said all kinds of like crazy shit, but then there was leaked footage of what he said. Oh, and he said yeah, all kinds of anti-Semitic shit. This guy is a billionaire. He he was part of the uh, intimidation on the Georgia voter counting. Yep, yeah. Like, he should be investigated for that. Like that, he should be like he shouldn't be left off the hook for that. No. Um. Oh, he ran a bullshit run for president. That was. Yeah. Um, that went nowhere, and then like, when yeah, I mean yeah, he has that bullshit school that like isn't even accredited, so he's still no. people, <laughs> desperate people. 
people, you know, people love fame, you know, they want it like if they yeah. even like they think that like if they know someone or they're near it, and it's like the joke is if you have to pay for it, you ain't getting it. Right. Like, yeah, that's for sure. You get chosen because you're good at something or you have a connection. But if you have to pay to get in, that's right. not how it works. Um, so I'm I'm kind of tired of this guy is just an outright anti-Semite. He is saying shit. What's scary about him, it's not like this isn't David Duke. This isn't right. Like, no, this is a culturally relevant, reasonably popular still, figure. Like there's still people who don't pay attention that much to politics, still listen to Kanye, still buy his crap and not realize what a piece of yeah. shit he is. And he's saying like outright anti-Semitic shit, stuff that probably people have never heard before. And they're like, oh shit, you hear what Kanye's saying? So he's mm. normalizing and outright anti-Semitic tropes and saying it. I'm sorry, but like this, I know there's like the argument of like the art of the past and all that. The, the, the best thing is to just say, you know what? Uh, that was the past. I'm not gonna listen anymore. Yeah, I think with Kanye, Kanye's kind of crossed enough lines so that you can take a pass on him because Kanye's no longer. Like a lot of artists will say stupid shit, but then they focus on their art and they turn out their art. Kanye's not really turning out the art anymore. He's just focusing on the stupid shit. Yeah. You know, the hateful, yeah, his hateful work, shit. His best work is supposedly behind him. His best work is his hate right now. Yeah. You know, and, so like, I don't he, know. And if, it, what's disgusting about him too, he goes on Tucker Carlson, who's a literal white supremacist, is this is his classic game. He's laughing. He loves this white. You get a black guy going on TV. You got oh, you got a a, a guy from who's in a mar- comes from a historically marginalized group. Yep. He comes out and talks shit about another group that's historically marginalized, and saying that like oh they control the world and pushing like yeah, it's just protocols of Zion shit. I mean like that's fuck him. I'm sorry. Like that's so disgusting. It scares me in a lot of ways because it's like again. I guarantee you there's people who had no they don't know about this stuff. It's not in their yeah. brain. They don't they don't think of like Jews controlling the world. They don't think of this like these old tiny anti-Semitic bullshit that gets pushed by like a lot of right wingers and a lot of Nazis in the world. And then you've got a guy who is still technically a mainstream yeah. artist saying something <laughs> so fucking ridiculous and disgusting. That he should be dropped by everybody. I'm sorry. Like, it, and I know you're okay. We we're talking about Morrissey before. Mm-hmm. I'll say this about Morrissey. And I think that this is probably one of those things that doesn't cross the pond. Yeah. Much. He's awful because he was supporting the fascist movement in England. Yeah. 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 Like, he, there's like, I'm sorry, but like, there's like, I know you made it like, yeah, supposedly like Dave Mustaine said some shit, right? And like, you, you brought well, like you- all. All of these, I saw on Twitter the other day, I forget who it was, someone saying, oh, it was about Kanye, and then someone said, like, oh, I, I hate that I can't like well, Kanye I anymore. Eyes on the right. He was making a joke about, yeah. like, well, I know the Dave, I mean, a lot of those, like, the Metallica guys, too, uh, the, the singer, <laughs> supposedly is big like a- trump fans and like i remember back when they were still like doing the uh metal the funny thing is lars is like the progressive supposedly yeah and attracts a more conservative crowd yeah i mean it just does so yeah. like i don't know i mean like 
I've kind of like come to separate art from artist. But like, like I said, with Kanye, he's not about the art anymore. He's he's just selling this bullshit. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, I don't. I mean, like, that's to me, that's a different matter. I look, maybe that's intellectually uh, inconsistent, but he's pushing white lives matter shit. Yeah. Like, the hell with that. Owens, who literally is just a cover for racist. Uh, literally, that's her main existence. Oh, and yeah. I bet the best was her. She was trying to spin it and said, like, oh, if you think what Kanye said, like, Def Comp 3, like, if you think that, then you're an idiot. You're pushing a lie that Kanye sure. is an Okay. And she works with Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro had to come out and say something. And let me tell you, Ben Shapiro must be having a great couple of weeks. <laughs> Two employees of his. Candace Owens coming out and defending Kanye West. Yeah. Who's pushing anti-Semitism and all kinds of horrible tropes. I remember Ben Shapiro, not just being uh, uh, Jewish, but also having family that was killed in the Holocaust. Yeah. Uh, now, Ben Shapiro is also the same guy. If you can find that he said that he wouldn't kill baby Hitler. <laughs> I would right. imagine, because this was too, like, a, he was at, like, one of those, like, bullshit right-to-life protesting. Mm-hmm. They did them every. They do them every year around the January time in DC, and he was at that. And uh, he said that, and it's so stupid because it's like it's such patronizing. Like I wouldn't even kill baby Hitler. Yeah. That's how pro life I am. You know what, man? I'm sure there's some relatives of yours that would probably be like, yeah, yeah they would beg to differ. Yeah, uh, but then also the thing about Matt Walsh came out too, uh, where he said it was okay for like. Uh, sixteen-year-olds to yeah, like, but they were fine because it's right. they're, they're fertile. Yeah, so he's got a he's got some good people working for him. Yeah, he must be very proud. I feel a lot better about my week. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because like he he's like I don't know if he's doing some like no beer November bullshit or whatever. Yeah, he it's shaved, but it just makes him look like shit spinning out of control. And yeah, he's like, I'm time to shave. <laughs> This is what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, uh, that's yeah. Funny. So, yeah, Connie go fuck himself. Anyone that defends Connie go fuck himself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't like, I still fuck with Kanye shit. I don't want to fucking hear it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, listen, uh, oh, you're just saying that because you're Jewish. Well, yeah, but it should also bother. It should bother any decent thinking person. Yeah, I mean, come I'm sorry, on. But like, there is this thing that I've noticed growing up, um, and this is just uh, a, this just sucks. But like, because uh, how Jews are viewed in, around the world by like conspiracy and stuff, it is the one thing where black people hate Jewish people, Mexicans hate because it's those same anti-Semitic. Yeah, tropes. it's a deeply ingrained. Uh, um, trope or uh, uh and prejudice so it's like and then you know you see the stuff that goes on like the israel thing always kind of i hate talking about it because it's like this weird like yes i don't agree what's going on in israel palestine i think it's terrible yeah, sure. I'm for that i mean I, you know, yeah, yeah. No. for them being there i can't even how do i say this right i don't like what support palestine's doing. right to exist yes. you know yeah <laughs> like that but i also like would hope that the same people that demand like prog you know uh rights for people would also come out and say yeah you know what, what kanye said pretty yeah. fucking gross and you know what he should go fuck himself and anyone that carries him should be blacklisted like 
sorry, like not black, like boycotted. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Someone made a joke and said that if uh, uh, so this is a Jewish woman made a joke about the Jewish lasers thing, like we're gonna use them on Kanye now. <laughs> <for something>. Nice. <laughs> This is like so funny. Like, first of all, like, okay, so if Jews could control the world, uh, why would Kanye exist then? Yeah, they never really think that far ahead. <laughs> it's it's okay. I mean, no, it's not okay. It's actually awful. I was like blown away by that. I mean, I knew he was awful, but I didn't think it, that he like that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was, wow, holy shit! What mm. the fuck? I read that tweet and it got pulled down. Supposedly Elon Musk like let him back on or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll wrap this up. This was a we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'll talk about this afterward. I don't. It might not be an episode next week. We'll see. Okay. We'll have to record a different day. All right. Yeah. We'll see what okay. goes on. Okay. Uh. So, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still gone on about that. Thank you for listening to You Still Gone On About That. Um, please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, 